This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Jinx McNinja from the Sergeant Tannis server, Rafond Duskright of the Cactar server, and Flohi Tiha from the Siren server. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. online with this guild and pleasure elves running around with his orky friends. What, what, you got a clan rally? This is like talking to a mound of pussy. My name is Mr. Sticky Dick in my mouth. Limitbreakradio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome! Two Limit Break Radio, episode 51. Excited to be back again on this Valentine's Day. Happy Arbitrary Love Day. Because we don't love anyone else any other days. No. Well, I don't love anyone ever. I love myself. Constantly. All the time. All the time. It's all over the table. One of the reasons we don't have cameras on this show, it's constantly happening. To an uncomfortable extent. And that's a good opening shot for Valentine's Day show, right under the table, looking at (laughs) people's crotches. That's good. That's nice. Good job, Square Enix. Callow, what did you get yourself for Valentine's Day this year? Uh, Well, um, because I knew that I had to be here today, right? You know, you guys mentioned on the last show that I was off chasing tail. Probably, you know, comically, but... I got my Valentine's Day in. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so what? In, in what? You switched or it. In who? Bounce. Wow. Wow. Switched it up a little bit. Switched from lefty to righty. Bounce. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you got your yourself the industrial tub of lube and. Uh, hey, I, he, st- I still have a bunch of the expensive stuff left over from the last crazy chick that I dated, who went out and bought it for us to use, and then when she left, didn't take it with her. So, jokes on her. You know what? The, you know what? The subtle hint. Of that is right. Put it in my pooper. That's what the subtle <laughs> hint is. Just so you know. Who said we didn't? Just so you know. Thieves hit it from the back, man. Uh, welcome to Limit Break Radio. Joining me, of course, uh, we've got Kahlo. What up? Juxta. Yeah. And Escalia. We've got Papa Woody hanging out here hey. in the background. Uh, no Nika this week because uh, she has people who love her. Meh. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because she's not even she's not even doing stuff for Valentine's Day. She's at a convention this weekend. Poor senpai. Oh, I know. We should have invited him to be on the show, right? Oh, his it, response would have been "fuck off," and then he wouldn't have said anything the entire show anyway. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, on this Valentine's Day weekend, uh, which means that you are probably objectively more pathetic than we are. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, hanging out. We really do appreciate it. Is not that what only, you tell yourself? Not only do you not have uh, the companionship of the uh, appropriate sex, but you're going to listen to four dudes talk about a video game. What if a couple's a, listening to us hey, today? Hey, 
Four and a, or three and a half dudes. You got your back, Scalia. Look, you. look. <laughs> all right, look. Let, just let LBR set the mood. We're good to fuck to. Just like, just start getting it on right now. That's your penis. Yes, it is. Uh, so th- I cannot imagine trying to have sex with you screaming in the background. I, I have been told that uh, that that my my voice is quite sexy. Uh, so okay, let me rephrase. He can't imagine people fucking with Fozzie the Bear in the background. Oh, okay, that I can I can kind of understand. I mean, I can see the thing is th- I can be encouraging too. For as much as for as much of a critical dick as I could be, I can also be encouraging. Like, come on, keep going. Hit you, you, you you're gonna fucking adjust those kidneys. Come on, get in there, get deep, go. Come on, get the leverage in. Fucking, get, fucking figure for her. Get her down on the ground. Come on. Okay, let's go. all right, yeah. Maybe if they're hate fucking, but it's Valentine's no. Day, dude. Oh, come on, that's Please just sure. fun. Can, can, Has can, can you ever be said adjust those kidneys? Can, can you on be can you be a little bit more sultry with it, maybe? No. I mean, because today's a day for her. Or cock. <laughs> no, no. All right. Thanks, Jux. <laughs> thanks. Hey, Jux has got the right of it, I think. Oh, Best Valentione's day ever. Valentione's day. I hate, I hate that. I know. I did oh, it just I for you. I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. So we've got a very busy show today. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, of course, we are in the run-up to 3.2. That's due out next week. Uh, wow, that... Wow, yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. It's nice. That's exciting. And uh, we've now we've gotten an, an official trailer, a uh, bunch of screenshots. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you think. Uh, you can give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. We've got Kooky hanging out as well. She's going to be taking your calls over at Limit Break Radio on Skype. And uh, yeah, we would love to know what you have to say. My uh, my favorite new comment from the the chat today. Uh, PJL1779 says, great. So now somebody's yelling at me to get good at fucking too. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's just because of the holidays, but God, it feels like it's been forever since 3.1. I know. It was I, before Christmas. It, it, dude, it's brutal. <laughs> this is, this is like, it really has taken a long time. I, I, I we definitely feel the fatigue in the community. That is, uh, undeniable. I mean, when you look at the amount of people logging in right now, I mean, we're 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 just on the fast track to to you know going going to wow, where people just log in for three. No, weeks, oh, okay, let's, three weeks after content, and then that's oh, it. Oh, I see. You're comparing us to wow, not saying that the, people no, are going to go to no, wow. no, 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 no. Okay. I'm not saying. I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, look, it's not that dire of a no, situation no, yet. We no. still have BNS and crap like that that they can fuck off to for a minute. No, no, no. What okay. I'm no, what I'm saying saying is is that in in the same way that people uh would you know log in right after a patch or right after an expansion and they'd be be plugged yeah they'd be plugged into it for like three months and then they'd fuck off Mm -hmm. well i mean it's like three weeks in in ff14's case which is uh not good it is not good at all uh so uh yeah we want to hear about your thoughts about 3.2 are you looking forward to the changes uh there does seem to be a lot of systemic changes that are coming very base changes like on uh, you know in a very base level uh that are going to be in 3.2 uh so uh you know we've got the we've got of course the tank adjustments we've got some of the other job adjustments and then we've got the big shift the uh strength to yep, vit shift yep. that's going to be coming with this no, next patch no, all that stuff is that's the small stuff the big meat and potatoes is having a preformed party for all your roulettes. That is going to be nice fucking too. huge. Although now I have no excuse to get away from you guys. Fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, you have no excuse to ever do anything with anyone else. We're going to start getting jealous and possessive. <laughs> That's the Valentine's uh, Day spirit. Yeah, wow. there it is. Now I have to go start playing WoW. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, no. It's all bad. It really is. It is. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, So, all right. uh, Real quick, before uh, we get into FF14 news and the uh, topic at hand today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, some uh, some internal news. What's going on with uh, with Limit Break Radio? Uh, Our Patreon is currently sitting at a mind blowing $2,400. Uh, that is so fucking incredible, guys. I have to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Like, it's so, it's incredible to know that, uh, you know, that, 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 that's, dude, that's where we're sitting. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, Especially and, considering, uh, I mean, besides the, the public Patreon video that we put out, like, it was already on the rise before then. Yeah. We didn't even do anything. No, not really. It just started going up. It, j- it did. Uh, you you know, we we did announce that Final Encounter Cast would be going weekly. I I, I it might have something to do with that. People might be mm-hmm. far more enthusiastic yeah. about that show than even we really it's, have it's, a it's sense really of. It's really cool that we've gotten this big bump, especially as we got a new intern. But I just want I want to assure everyone that we aren't paying him a dime. No. Nope. No, okay, nothing. he's not getting anything. That's right. Um, especially, you know, what? I feel like after listening to the last episode too, I feel like he's not even really earning anything. Like if it wasn't if it wasn't for the uh, the Final Fantasy uh, Fantasy League. Would he have said anything in that episode? Pops, you let me down, man. Sorry. sorry. You got it. You got it. You know, you got to work something in there. Okay. Right? You know what? No, no. I'm what? Gonna, I'm going to disagree with Kyle over here. I'm going to say, you know what, uh, Mr. Woody, I think you're doing a great job not saying anything at all and just giving me pops. So just continue to do that. Right. John's defending the intern. The drink, no, shock. Just, I'm saying get me pop right now. Oh, the drink. Oh, okay. the, yeah, the get dr- to work. The drink fetching oh, yeah, skills are, are, are improving. That's yeah. Yeah, I could use tea. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. Might as well. Tell him that after he gets back. Yeah, like like mine is half empty, so I'm gonna wait till he comes back to yeah, fill there, mine up. There you go. You okay. got to keep him working, man. Jeez, it's like you've never had an intern before. Uh, no. Well, you would you know that I do know. Yeah. I know. How about this? <laughs> we've never had an intern that's actually done the stuff we've asked him to do. That's true. See, there yeah, was I, one time you gave him money to go and get you a pop, and he came back with a pop for himself. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's why we stopped asking you to get stuff. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, Chuck's yeah. the strategy of be spectacularly bad and they won't make me do things. <laughs> yeah, no That's shit. That's always been his strategy for everything, life included. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, we really do want to thank you for your support over at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, of course, you are helping uh, helping this content to grow and, uh, and become more regular. Uh, obviously, we've proven that we got uh, LBR successfully on a weekly schedule, and uh, every single week we make the show entertaining and fun and funny and a little bit offensive a, a little bit a little bit uh says the leader of the kkk uh, i didn't pick that name no you didn't but it's canon uh so anyway uh we we really really do want to thank you for your support uh and uh we want to take this opportunity uh you know we we've been saying that uh, new patreon uh, uh fundraising goals are going to be coming they we've are we've been working on them too. we've actually been working on smoothing on uh, smoothing out some 
some of the mm-hmm. content and uh, I think like getting getting like uh, what I would consider like pilot runs of the shows together and really putting them in a rhythm before we say right. look like these these are shows worth funding mm-hmm. um, but there's actually one of the projects too that Jux and I are working on we want to uh, start releasing like like sort of weekly updates and how it's going on the on the blog portion of the site to sort of get people hyped for that and uh, you know get people going over that way and actually using a lot of their feedback to help uh, form that too yeah we're, we're gonna be doing stuff uh, uh, like we're, we're trying to uh, I- increase some visibility f- not just for the limitbreakradio.com website and blog but also for finalencountercast.com and the blog over there of course we've got the live blog that goes with uh, we with each and every live show uh, but we're also going to be including articles and other things over there as well so final encountercast is going to be growing uh, you want to head on over there and uh, and bookmark that right now because uh, that's it's definitely going to be a site that you're going to want to visit a lot in the future um, so one of the other announcements and I announced this yesterday on Twitter uh, and uh, and Facebook but uh, for those of you who have been tuning in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. to twitch.tv slash final encounter cast uh, I have a bit of disappointing news Nate in the morning is going away how <laughs> However, it's not uh, it's that time slot is not disappearing. Uh, It's going to be replaced with a different show. Uh, So uh, tune in Wednesday at 10 a.m. to find out what uh, what that show is going to be and what what form that's going to take. I'm super excited to be putting this on the air. So uh, from what you've told us, it sounds real fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I really I think that you guys are going to like it. Uh, we're we're bringing in some uh, some really good talent, and uh, yeah, we're still going to do the streaming thing afterwards. So uh, make sure Wednesdays at ten a.m. that you're going to join us and hang out because uh, you're definitely not going to want to miss this. Is uh, is the talent as good as Nate and Blank? Uh, as the blank, yeah, the blank was never the blank never really panned out the way that I intended. That's why I'm killing the show, <laughs> women. That's why I'm ki- yeah, exactly right, right. <laughs> oh, uh, what a coincidence that the one chick on the show today didn't show up. Oh, wow. oh, oh. oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, Ascalia, for showing up. By the way. Yeah, you kind of say half. Yeah, half a woman. Sweet. I'll take it. Not no, even no, no, the no, good no, half hold either. On. No, no. You don't, count as more ha- than- you don't count as half a woman or half a man. You're just half. 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 Okay? Just half. You're like a point five. Well, I'll tell you what. That's <laughs> nothing. That's more than the state of Michigan's willing to recognize, so I'll take it. <laughs> wow. Iceberg. Not wrong. Uh, yeah, so uh, look forward to that. We'll have more info on uh, some of the content that you can expect and that you can support. And, you know, it's Nate in the Morning may not go away. It, it may appear as a funding goal on, uh, you know, on our Patreon on like page. like a different day or something uh, at some point? Yeah, on a different day, different time slot. Uh, so it may be something that I might do uh, if I feel compelled to, uh, to to doing that in the future. And the so. best I'm so excited thing- about worthless garbage you want this too and the best way to compel is obviously with monetary gain yeah that is uh fairly compelling which uh by the way uh now i i've got to address this juxta Uh-oh. juxta what? where's the ff11 streams man <gasps> where's the ff11 streams done 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 um well well for starters, I've been doing things that are notoriously less fun than Final Fantasy XI streams, which... That's impossible. That, that's impossible. It's taxes. Oh, okay. So, right. 
Surprisingly, yes, Taxes is less fun than Final Fantasy XI. But, but Taxes have a better payout than FF11 does. No, some. No, I, no. I think we have to. No. I think we have to pay them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. See, in the real world, like taxes, you end up having to like pay money. We don't get money back. Oh, see, yeah. Like, when you're like companies don't get a refund. When you're like quote success. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. On no, hold on now. There's a certain threshold. <laughs> it depends on how bad you are. Because if you're really bad, then you do get money back. So it's uh, yeah. Yeah, can we claim that we're really bad? <laughs> well, can you we have to be successful to a certain point, and then you can start being bad to get money. Back. You, you need to be cooking these books, my friend. Can we send the IRS <laughs> a copy of one of our episodes and just be like, do you think we make much money off this? <laughs> my uh, my brother was bitching on Facebook the other day. He's like, stop going on about that tax return you're getting back. That's my tax return you're getting back. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, we... We are the ones who pay money into it. We're just getting our money back. This is this is a topic for the green room video. Yeah, we're getting we're getting wayside. Fair enough. Anyway, so uh, the, the Final Fantasy Eleven stream is coming. It's coming. Like just like the dragons. The dragons are coming. Yes. The stream is coming. They're going to be spectacular. As soon as as soon right. as like things settle down, it's going to come. Okay. All right. Like his sex life. Happy hey. Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. All right. I get it. All right. Uh, so anyway, all right. That's what's uh, going on with the show. Oh, it, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, dog tags, uh, keychains, and posters. They have been wrapped up. They're all ready to be shipped. Nice. And I'm going to ship that shit over to uh, Mr. Woody over there yep. and let him deal with it. Yep. All right, so uh, make sure that you're uh, checking your mailbox. If you are an LB Army member, dog tags will be going out, uh, as well as uh, posters and uh, T-shirts in the no, next t- couple well, t-shirts. of weeks. T-shirts are coming. Yeah, T-shirts are coming. Yeah, so. Like the 11 stream and the dragon. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, we only have like six more keychains so those are about to be like phased out in the short order so. yes so remember those are one times like you can only like that the, once they're gone they're gone, they're gone the next six people to sign up for the keychain level will get them and then vow, that's it that's we, we should it. probably they're actually done. take off that level on the patreon right now because right now i'm pretty sure it says like 20 out of 20 remaining or 20 out of 45 remaining oh really yeah i think probably... as people leave that thing it, it like counts opens back up, up again right <laughs> Which, yeah, we that's confusing. And yeah. there's probably six people in the chat right now going like, over to like get the last Typing. six keychains. Yeah. So, jeez. Oh, so yeah. All right. Uh, that's a thought. All right. So, uh, uh, let's check out what's going on with FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. And there is a lot to talk about this week. We've got uh, a couple of uh, scenario previews uh, that were uh, released officially over at the Lodestone, um, including uh, we did, what the Beastman Tribe preview. Oh gosh, that's not even which a is not even all that they wasn't did was rehash thing. exactly what we already know. I know. Well, this is like all we had to go on last I, week. I do uh, we had think the though. Show, so. I do think though that they used a horizontal flip on the image because the mount is facing the other way. Yeah, which is really great. <laughs> Thanks for that, Square Enix. Uh, and we also uh, got a bit of a preview of Alexander Midas as well. Uh, in, including that uh, weird-looking Moblin dude. Uh, I think it's gonna be like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type thing because there's a Mr. smaller. Gob- well, because there's a smaller Goblin model that looks the same, 
So I bet he's used some type of like you know performance enhancer on himself. Uh, okay, and he like right. you know hulks out. I gotta say, I gotta say, some, some of these screenshots from uh, Midas are, are yeah, really yeah. That cool one with looking. like the city in the background. Yeah. That one's fucking awesome. Kind of sucks that it, all it is is the background. I know, I know. It would be cool if uh, if it was something that that was a bit more interactive. But yeah, we got that. Uh, we also got a preview for Hall of the Novice. Uh, and the the you know the, also the um, uh, trailer helped show off that a little bit and uh, more info on the uh, mentor system. So if you want to check out all of the info for that, that's over at uh, of course Final Fantasy at at the Lodestone, and you can find links to that at our website LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, so we also got this trailer. Let's uh, let's check this trailer out. I gotta let's take the music out here. Take the mu- bye bye music. Oh, no. you cut ah. out your own production. No, no, how no. could you do that? <laughs> I thought about as it was starting trying to mimic the robot voice, like Thor had made a donation. <laughs> but I th- Thor, Thor is it's not I here today. Not here. I yeah, think he's he absent. Yeah, he's off doing some Valentine's Day thing. I'm oh, worried about him. No, well, I think he's all right. Uh, he'll he'll, be, I, he'll, he'll just, be fine up until he gets to the bedroom and then he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm more worried about his wife. Uh, all right, so uh, why don't we uh, check out why don't we uh, check out the uh, the trailer? The trailer. Let's do let's, it. Let's hear the trailer. All right, let's do it. Okay, we're gonna do it right now. Yes, Peggy sixteen. Peggy sixteen. That's yes. great. Yep, we got it. Peggy sixteen. Sixteen pegs. <laughs> Oh, I'm so hyped for this song. This is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Disabling Sephiroth's restraints now. Sephiroth! Good luck. They actually, they do show something at the, the quote-unquote end of this fight that I wish they wouldn't have shown in the trailer. Oh. Yeah. Because I think it would have been cool when you, you know, defeat him or whatever, it starts playing the victory fanfare, and oh. then it cancels out and he comes back up. <laughs> right? You have to be able to get, like, old troll after a while. I I still think it would have been worth it the first time. Because obviously it would be a cutscene, so then after you've done it once, it would just skip the cutscene. Or maybe just do it only for the normal mode. So do we have any thoughts as to why we're the ones disabling his restraints and he's not, like, breaking out? Because we're assholes. Because we know about it. And remember... Because we have to kill him for fat loot. In the main storyline, it's mentioned that... Here he is, and he comes back super big. that something was destroyed and like if we don't do something yeah, soon I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead gonna and pause come out. I'm gonna just go ahead and, yeah. uh, and yeah. pause Can you it right pause there for one sec uh, so here we are we see him gigundus and I really hope that this is not just some you know animated set piece or his limit break and then he just comes back like, little again no I can't imagine I would that. be so bummed out by that I don't think they would go for like all that effort of making that model and then just being like okay put him back small again uh, yeah, I mean that's that's I mean and that's a good really point. You don't think Essie would do that? Well, hold on. There's precedence for this kind of boss now. I mean the the puff of not the puff, but the cloud, cloud of darkness. darkness was essentially the same thing. Midgar Somer. Yep. Yeah, Midgar Somer was pretty big. Yeah, fighting something uh, off the platform, off the side of the platform. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bismarck. Yeah, Bismarck. In fact, this this was to me very reminiscent of Bismarck's limit break. You know, where he just comes up and uh, just blah, yeah. vomits. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's. Uh... Kaboom. 
Yeah, that that move right there, that really looks like they should lose on that move. <laughs> the feast. Om nom 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 nom. Delicious. I like the music. Is this new music? Yeah. Yeah. Plot twist, it's not the music for the feast, it's the music for the novice one. <laughs> I like that greatsword that that uh, Dark Knight is using. You know what I really like is that it's not just a circle fucking room. Yeah. Why doesn't uh, why don't the what? PVE what? people take some lessons from the PVP people? Like, look at they're fighting like on a giant ship with multiple levels and all kinds of stuff that's like LOSing and stuff. Mm, I guess you're right. Like oh, that's gonna a be a lot of fun PVPing in there, dude. I feel like if it's too big, it's gonna be really easy to like just kite someone forever. Maybe. Now if you have heavy metal. Okay. So yeah, they, they, these do seem just like a bit more advanced guild hests. Yep. Except you'll be solo in them probably. That's it. Solo guild hests. Mm. Yay. These are, the, like, they're just two of the most Y features. Like, they're... Especially this. Like, why may, Why are you making this, tr trying to make this look so fucking cool and epic? It's not. It really isn't. Bad Square Enix. Bad. I like how they have, like, the most retarded battle music for it. It's like, hey, we know we're retarded, but here's this for you. And I... I hate this. What the fuck? Why is that Dragoon doing a flip? Yeah, why no. can't I do that? No, no. Uh, no, you'll see. I think this is a new animation they're adding. Yeah. They do a flip <gasps> later in the in Flipping this thing. Flipping is for ninjas only. Ba, 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 Job pose, please. I think it's an, um, in a dungeon, I think. It's where they do like a little flip. Oh, okay. To get further in the dungeon. I do think the orchestrion is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. <sighs> Do we know if it's gonna play for everyone in the room? God, that, that, that they've confirmed it's gonna have 3D sounds, so it'll sound different based on where you are in relation to it. Okay, well, but plus the, the fact that they showed someone playing it with people sitting around like they were listening to it, I, I assume think so, so. Yeah, yeah. You uh, can assume. I, but. I'm also excited to see where the Nath tribe is because they've started to put more and more, I feel like, into like the the tribe locations. So, okay, here we go. Here we get the anti tower. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pause this again. I actually am really into the way that this is designed visually. Uh, I think that this is very cool. The whole upside down sort well, of I, thing it's is a callback to uh, what was it, Oliver? Yeah, was I, I, I think that's what people were saying or yeah, theorizing. Yeah. yeah, really? Oh yeah. Where the, the whole tower is upside down, like you're walking on the ceiling and you like look up and there's like tables and stuff on the top, on the ceiling. I don't remember this at all. You don't remember Oilvert and Nine, really? No. It was horrible. No, I don't. It's been, a long, it's been a long time since I played Nine, so. The thing that worries me the most about the two new dungeons is that they're just... I mean, obviously the anti-tower takes place in the main storyline, so I'm sure right. there will be story elements in it. But like the the other one, the the hard mode of the lost city, I'm afraid that it's just gonna be like, all right, you're in it, and there you go, and blah, you're done. And there's no like narrative to it. 
Well, that's that's what some of the other that's what the Pharaoh Sirius was. It was so non-existent. Or, or and arboretum. Yeah, the arboretum especially. All right, here we go. A lot of people have been talking about the creepy ass dolls. Now, this is actually an enemy from what four? Four, yes. Uh, what are, what are they called? Uh, Calcabrenna. Oh, yep. dude, these creep me the fuck out. The bot, like, and the mechanic for that boss was super annoying because you had to kill. Uh, one of the blue ones and one of the red ones at the same time. Other, like if one if one group was dead and the other one wasn't dead, then they would form into that big one. Eventually, the big one would disperse into the six little ones again. So you had to like time your attacks perfectly. There, so, so there had so to be it's, equal numbers of each color, right? So it's going to be kind of like a like a multiple mini oppressor. Yeah, kind like yeah, kind of. You got to kill him. Like it should have been anyway. I don't think yeah. that's what it's actually going to be. It's probably not. I don't think so. But I mean, you don't think they're going to try to repeat that mechanic? They could. I mean, they could, but uh, I don't know. I don't think so. This is FF fourteen we're talking about. Bro. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting yeah. if you had to kill like a red one within a certain amount of time after the blue one. Otherwise, the blue one just respawns. Yeah, that that, that might be a mechanic. But yeah. I, well, I don't but know. I mean, they got to form into the big one somehow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's got to be something like that eventually. So, all right, let's let's go back here. We'll we'll get the big one here in just a second. They do form into the big one in the video. Yeah. They all <laughs> jump together and then. Oh God! Show oh us, no! Show us on the doll where the darkness touched you. Oh, that is terrifying. <laughs> Hello, nightmare. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of fucking Akira. When the when the when the like uh, the the toys come together and like in the the, the uh, uh, Tetsuo's room. Oh my God, that's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. It's fat material for a Nero. <laughs> It's it's really hard to fat too. Have you tried? Yeah, around like I don't know, minute thirty five is where I was finally able to make something happen. Look like a looks like a child. <laughs> like how the Calcabrenna had its signature attack of glare. I like the music in here. Well, it's it's like a bit more of a up like a, a, a yeah. stepped up. Version well, uh, of what what was well, there before? When I was first watching, because I watched it with uh, with a stream one of the nights, and and what I sort of uh, mentioned was it looks like the the corruption or the taint of this place has been lifted. Yes, taint. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but there are beetles in there from Eleven. Have we not seen the beetle oh. model yet? Nope. No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Good I catch. noticed the beetles, but I didn't realize that they went in there anywhere yet. Yeah. I like that he's been flying through the air this entire time. <laughs> well, he was on the go. moon, wasn't he? No, at no. the, at the no. end of the Hebel just blasted off. He got that sword, and that sword blasted off into the sky right. with him, and it yeah. said, we'll be back in Heaven's Ward. So it's been, like, what, half a year he's just been flying through the air? <laughs> yeah. All right, there's, here's, some of the, here's some of the gear. Oh, some of this gear looks so cool. That they've shown off. Yeah, I got to agree here. Uh, all right, the one on the too. far right, if I'm not mistaken, that's the, the coat that originally Bards only had. Okay. And you'll notice that that person has an axe. Yeah. So I guess okay. they're giving that to tanks now. I feel like I've also seen that shoulder pauldron, but not the chest plate. Like, like the shoulder pauldron was like some kind of like strappy thing. Yeah. I don't know. That looks, I mean, it looks better. I do like the one, uh, all the way, all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the tanky looking, uh, looking Armory stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 I think these look really cool. Very like sort of vagabondy, vagabond, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially the one on the left. Mm -hmm. 
No, Rogadin doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, here we go. We've got some of the recolors of the... Uh, Alagon gear? Yeah. 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 Which looks really good, I gotta say. Like, I actually do like that coat in black. It's pretty badass. It, look, it looks badass. good once it's not disgusting gray-brown. Yeah. There's more There's more of the... Uh, Alagon stuff. Alagon stuff, yeah. The, uh, the recolors, that's pretty badass. I'm just gonna let this play. Lot of new glamour stuff though. The yep. game, new uh, new haircuts. Doesn't one of those look like Seifer? Yeah, kind of. The one with the ponytails. Yeah. A lot of anime hair. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna die in the first act. Yeah. Sean Bean syndrome. Yep. Are you gonna finish that or no. just throw? Okay. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Now these giant uh, pinballs that are rolling around kind of seems like it could be an interesting mechanic. Yeah. New get out of the way. A new spin on get out of the way. Yeah. Did the enemy design is pretty good. Hopefully, you have to like kite the pinballs into like other like springs and stuff to get get the high score to beat the boss. <laughs> Tilt. We got a gob walker there. All, dude, all I see when I look at this is just fucking giant flat ass arenas. <laughs> like that's for me right now, that is probably my biggest complaint with Square Enix. And by, by our powers combined. <laughs> like how you can like Tell people's age based on what they reference this to. Power yeah. Rangers, Voltron, Zord, fucking yeah. Captain Planet? Yeah, what the fuck? Dude, look at that thing. I, I it, Now, is it me? Do you think, like, we're gonna be... We're gonna be fighting those, like, the, the different components as the oh. bosses for each one of those, and then leading up, they'll all combine? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure you have to, like, the little four little, uh... uh limbs you're gonna fight those individually during the boss and then you actually fight the boss combined later like you know you, you don't you don't think that it would be at least mildly more interesting to encounter those like like in the raid leading up to it oh sure it would be a lot more interesting yeah but they're gonna have the uh the, so what was it what was that woody two arms in the first fight two legs in the second fight then the whole thing in the third okay yeah that's one way you could do it yeah or or they could give us five fucking fights yeah, yeah, awesome. right. <laughs> no, see, that's going to be like the trash for uh, AS8, I guess, uh, because that's you're not going to have trash before the the boss, so you have to have the trash in the fight. <laughs> mm. We'll see. We'll see. I think it would be better. My way is better. I'm oh, just well, going to say that. I'm not denying that yeah. your way is better. I know. This is the Square Enix way. Well, but always my way is better. <laughs> Since the days of Eld. When the bonds betwixt man and dragon that, uh, by uh, I gotta say that that, that music as it was fading out sounded like it was about to get really good. Yeah, yeah. But you no spoilers. You must be willing to do whatever it takes to fight, to kill, and if necessary, to die. Looking away from that hot chocolate again. <laughs> Guilt chocolate. Dan Crid laying the beat down on that fucking pissant, whatever the fuck his name is.
Uh, give Square Enix this. They know how to present a fucking trailer. And there you go. You get at the end, join 5 million players worldwide. I <laughs> That highly dubious number. Again, this, okay, well, you have to join them at the same time. Yeah, but like people, dude, people, people keep riding me for for pointing that number out. Like I'm somehow wrong. I'm saying that it's on all of Square Enix's marketing. No, no, okay. Here's what happened. Square Enix heard you say that. And they're like, oh, that sounds like a good number. Let's just 5, go with that. Number. We have five thousand Fox. He's like, yeah, five, five yeah, million. We do. Five million. Five million. million. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's put, put that on the banner. Slap it on there. Limbreak Radio said it. Yeah. <laughs> it must be true. Uh, all right, so there you go. There's the uh, there's the uh, 3.2 trailer. If you would like to uh, share, if you'd like to share your opinions, uh, send a Skype message to Limit Break Radio or call us eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. We'd love to know all of your thoughts. What are your expectations? What did you notice something in that trailer that we just kind of glanced over? Uh, if you'd like to give us a call again, a limit break radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. So let's talk about this gear because uh, that was this seems to be a big focus of what everyone's talking about right much now. Much hype. There much is much hype. There is a lot of hype mm-hmm. surrounding uh, some of this new gear design. Because well, I like. I don't know what are you are you not excited for this gear design? You know, looking back at the ninja gear because because like uh. your 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 affinity for like glamours and shit. You know what I mean? Like I thought this this would be this would be fairly big for you. I don't know. I'm really not feeling the ninja one anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, because it doesn't feel ninja-y? No, because it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't like look cool. It just looks like a big smattering of blue and white. Well, well obviously you're going to be able to change it at, at some point. And, and, and you did mention wait, last time it? Like too. diet? Yeah, diet. And depending, you don't on, think you're going to be able to diet at some point? I think so. It's, if it's it's tone gear, right? Like that's pretty, yeah. pretty obvious. It's tone gear. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll have to you'll have to upgrade it, yeah, and then you'll so be, able you're to be able to diet. diet. I, yeah. I, okay, I think so. that the, the biggest thing that that you know, obviously everyone's probably noticing is this is the first time when it comes to tone gear that they've sort of stepped away from the idea that your tone gear is sort of designed to to represent your job in some way. Like ninja tone gear has always looked real ninja y, right? And now they've stepped away from that, and they're just completely, de- yeah, you know, the- designing it after after the 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 primals, which is fine. Well, like, what the yeah. fuck do you want out of it exactly? Do you want another thing that covers ever all of your face except your eyes, and then no, it's just, just a black, saying, you know, like what I'm the not, fuck? I'm not feeling the Leviathan gear. That's all I'm saying. It's like, and if, if, are you really placing faith in Scorinix to make the like make the dying look decent? Because like the last few sets I've tried to die just look awful. I don't know, man. The, I, I think that the I, Leviathan gear is fucking pimp. Like, I first, like it. first of all, first of all, I think that they do a fairly good job with their dying. I my one my one criticism is that I would like to be able to have a little bit more control and also be able to control the color of the highlight on the gear. Yes, yes that's the that big would be thing. A big one. They do need to make yeah. it so that each piece of gear has like a primary and a secondary. Color. I agree. I yes, totally that, that agree. Would pro- that would solve like ninety percent of my mm. issues with the dying. Oh no! Well, and and I agree. And I 
I'll, I agree with you there, but I, I'm saying in terms of like gear customization and coloring, the way that they do it, like other games, just like ah, uh, they just change the color palette and it looks hideous. You know what I think I like? Th- why I like this one the most is it's the first time we've gotten Ninja Gear that isn't all like dark and shrouded and shadowy and stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's kind of embracing just the idea that that ninjas are nimble and quick and have that agility, but you don't necessarily have to be all like you know shadowy. And yeah, stuff. It's, it's a good light armor, man. The dungeon gear from this last patch that stuff wasn't the, the ninja gear wasn't like freaking dark and shadowy and stuff no that none was of fucking that dun- ranger none, none of that dungeon gear was any good but, but none I'm talking of about I'm talking from about from a design level gear. it all sucked it was like yeah no it, no, Col- no. Col- even 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 the ninja stuff it wasn't cool it was gimmicky Col- you were a fucking lone ranger Kalo is exactly right man yeah the lone ranger mm. those stupid fucking hats the white mage gear looks like ass yeah it, like it's no. the only yeah. One that was cool was uh, the stuff that was uh, based on the the uh, the fucking like Renaissance do- like Plague Doctor. That stuff was pretty cool. <laughs> that's the stuff that Woody just talked about. What? No, the Plague Doctor <laughs> stuff. That's fucking awesome. The, from like uh, you're like talking the Assassin's, like, Assassin's Creed. Creed? Yeah, okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. I mean, I I would never make it work, but the, I could. I, I've seen some people who have, and it's like okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, here's I'll, my question. All right. So, I mean, we've so the, I we yeah these these gear sets are based on primals right clearly we've got shiva up top Who, for the well here's, here's the thing do we think like shiva's caster or is that caster and healer because there's nothing else to show like, like, like let's say that's the caster right there's no other one that looks like it could be healer so are they sharing the same gear set no no i don't think so because I, I mean people have looked at, at uh at, at, at a Dark Knight image that seems to be a different from the other tank gear that we've okay. seen. So I'm thinking that you don't might, think we've seen jo- all of it then. Each no, 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 no. I don't think we've seen all no. of it by a long shot. Uh, but I do. I think that uh, they uh, each job might get its own primal. Oh, assignment. I hope so. No. I hope so. That'd be cool. Uh, no, mm-mm. I do not think that at all. I think we're gonna get the tank set, caster set. And they obviously drop the ball in the DPS because they dragoons, monks, and ninjas all have different gear. But yeah, that's the thing that that's what's throwing me off right there. You think they're going to give DPS all their own set and not not caster intent? That's what they do in Coil or well Savage. Oh, dude, how how upsetting for casters and healers would that be if summoners, black mages, and the three healers? All had the same gear. See, Miss Mismatcher in the chat is going. Ifrit is tank and monk. That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. that makes literally no sense. So I, mean, I think like we, we can just all agree that Titan is going to be tank. Like I don't know what else would fit mm, for Titan. I don't know. Have they, they showed a tank yet or no? They, the, in they showed a picture in in, game, in, a, in a video. They, no, it was well, in it was in that the, trailer. It's yeah. somewhere in that trailer in it like disambiguated from the part where they're showing off all the gear. Okay, in one of the dungeon videos, it does have a Dark Knight in. All right, I think I think that that's about the only thing that you can take some sense of solace in is the fact that they didn't give us an actual picture of Tangier like this. Mm-hmm. They could be holding back other gear as well. Absolutely. But then here's the other thing you have to realize: we just don't out have of, we just don't have the full picture out of all the primals they've shown. Yeah, they're all 2.0 primals. Mm, that's so true. as far as that goes, like if they're not using 3.0 primals, that severely limits it. Mm. The one thing I'm hoping for above all else. Is I hope bards are based off of King Mogamog. <laughs> that would only make too much sense. 
I think uh, I think probably the Shiva gear is probably going to be the healer gear, and then the Ramu will be caster gear. That think, would make sense. Which makes more sense mm-hmm. than flip flopping the two. Yeah, Mitchell. And, Mitchell. No, Garuda is not tank. Garuda is is right there. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's right there. You know what? I I gotta give it to him. That that looks that armor's pretty sweet. Looking. I dig it. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I dig it. I didn't get to see the image until like well after I had heard that like Garuda was dragoon. I'm like, how the fuck are they gonna make that work? That is not the right color scheme at all she for dragoon. She jumped besides the fucking oh my god because everything you guys wear has to be fucking purple. Historically, like, yeah. But she works. Oh, like, shit. As much up. as she flies up into yeah. the air and shit. No, yeah. but as soon as I saw the picture, I'm like, that's. Well, guess what? Yeah. When, when you upgrade it, you can change to fucking purple. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got a couple of other screenshots. Here's Monk. Here's Monk. No, no, no. That's totally the tank in here, <laughs> That's the tank. Come uh, on. Uh, the, the Ifrit Monk, I got to say, looks uh, pretty. That looks great. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty I don't, fantastic. I don't like the hair that he's wearing. I lo- but I love the things coming off his back. Yeah, like yeah, that's that pretty really fucking cool. cool. Yeah, no, the hair looks very. How did not like the Goku hair? Very anime. That looks awesome. Uh, we've also we've got a, a pre- yeah a preview of uh, of the Nath right there. Um, so I, I guess that's going to be their little encampment that we're going to be helping out. There's the, uh, the unholy abomination. Yeah, the Nath Mount that just God, why? And now, if you noticed in one of the uh, scenes in the trailer when you're doing a, a daily on that mount, you're like dropping, like you, you're fumigating something basically. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so it's actually, weird. Yeah. So, so weird. weird. Oh my god. Uh and then uh we've got some more Nath preview stuff down here. Uh we've also okay, there's uh this is not the uh the uh primal tank set. This is uh Alexander. Uh an Alex tank. Midas. Set. Okay, got Ugh. it. Ugh. I'm not a fan. No, not even the the weapon. Like what? no. No. I mean, maybe if the great sword looks kind of like that, that might be cool. Which I'm assuming that it will, because I kind—I mean, I kind of like that little vial that's off to the side. That's pretty okay. Uh, when I look at it, I feel like it's just a big conglomeration of like Alexandry things. Like, oh, put some chrome on here with color something gold. Put more metal. Uh, yeah, over I just don't—I don't like the gold, man. That's really my primary complaint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I don't—I don't like the exposed chest either. That's a little bit off-putting. Uh, and then here we got uh, ninja. What do you guys think of this ninja shit? I like the headpiece. I, I know that Juxta overall doesn't like it, but I do because it's still a very sleek design, and it gives me, uh, uh, you, you, you hit the nail on the head uh, one episode. You said it's very, like, Watchmen-like. I feel like it's a real, like, it feels really contemporary superhero-like to me, and I really dig it. How do you see out of that? Exactly. Are there no eye hole? Are there no eye holes? In I don't it? see any eye okay, holes. Okay, you just daredevil the fuck out, and you just sense where <laughs> it, everything it is. It wouldn't be the first time because the high or the Alagon striking uh, visor is just like a piece of metal over your face. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Daredevil. I have to see. I'll have to see like a picture of the ninja like facing towards the camera because typically I don't like how like the stuff comes over the legs. It kind of like poofs out the chest piece. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I do kind of like the the like metal inlays on the thigh though. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yep. I gotta say that's pretty. Uh, that the weapons look great too. I gotta say that the weapons look pretty cool. Although you don't get the best profile view of them. Yeah, I'm so. reserving uh, the weapons because it's hard to exactly see them all mm, that fair, much. Fair. Uh, why? <gasps> why Square- do, you, do you? Yeah. Why, why do you put previews on fucking Lalafell? Never do that. Square <laughs> Enix, stop doing this. Just remember, Stop. they look terrible. You can't make out any of the details and designs. And why did why did they why did they take like the pole arm from a Rogadin and give it to a Lalafell? Like that's clearly not the right size pole arm for that character. Square Enix. 
Tisk tisk. What the fuck is happening? And Scalia, what you think? I hate Lollafells. Well, no, we know what? that yeah, everyone yeah, hates every- Lollafells. Hey, hey, hey. Nobody likes it. No Lollafells. I think it looks. I think it looks cool. What I can see of it, the wet, the pole arm looks sweet. You can see it. It's black and brown. Yeah, kind of. there's there's uh there's colors on it. What's that thing on your head? Uh, well, oh, not I just thought well, not his head, but I mean, like, but what's that supposed to be? Is it, that it is that supposed? To, is hang that on, tiara? is that supposed to protect your gigantic retard forehead because you're playing dragoon? Is that what it is? Like, like I didn't know that. I, I mean, I've been playing dragoon for a little bit, but I didn't realize that your forehead grows like two or three times the size when you equip the job crystal. That's my tiara. Thank you very much. I, when I win my beauty contest. <laughs> It's every girl's dream. Oh my god! Oh my god. That's, a, that's a really awkward headpiece. I just got to say, like, wh- it looks like it's not textured at all. No, it's it doesn't. Like, it looks it on there. I, I'm like trying to withhold judgment because it's on a Lalafell. Yeah. It might look better on someone else, but if that's what it looks like, ugh. yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Astrologian for glamour, which looks cool, but again, it's suffering from the same thing that I think the tank does, and it's suffering from the same thing that I think Astrologian does in general is I feel like they don't have a defined look. So anytime they're wearing something, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, that's astrologin-y. Well, it's healer-y. I mean, it's, this is going to be a healer set, so. Yeah, I know, but still, there's nothing about it that really pops out at me. Like, you could put that, like, in a dungeon or or as Tome Gear, just, just anywhere, and it's just like... Yeah, it's I not. Know. I mean, it's not. I don't know that it's particularly inspirational. Yeah, but. there you go. Like yeah. a lot of the gear that they come out with, like it looks good. Obviously, they have a great design team, mm-hmm. but there's nothing about it. That, all right. No, I got it. Juxta. I know when you think back to wow, when you think of like certain tier sets, there are certain ones that like pop out in your head because like for that class, they're pretty fucking iconic. Right. Right. I very rarely get that with certain jobs in FF. Dark Knights, I never get that with Dark Knights. I never get that with Astrologians. Like, everything they wear looks cool and looks great. And, yeah, it looks Dark Knighty or Astrologian, but none of it sticks out in my mind as, like, an iconic one. You know what I mean? Mm. The only thing I'll disagree about with that is their uh, their implement, where it does look very clockwork. Yeah. But they all. But again, they all look the same. But, mm. uh, well, also, also, you got to keep... I mean, it, it, I think it's a little bit unfair to, 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 put, to pin that all on Dark Dark Knights or Astrologians because they've only had from 2.0 to now to to have gear in there. Like any of the gear that they're using before, that was gear that was allocated for paladins and warriors or white mages and scholars. So they had intrinsically a different design. Well, sure, you but know, because I went out of my I went out of my way when I was a warrior to find gear that, that looked, looked dark, dark. I'll get you. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. And, and that's not to say and that, it was hard. That, it was difficult. And it's not to say that the gear that they have. Because again, all the Dark Knight gear, yeah, obviously looking at it, you can tell that's Dark Knight gear, right? Right, and it looks Dark Knight, sure, but it all kind of blends together for me. Yeah, I think the biggest problem with all the like, the Midas stuff is that it's all trying to convey the sense that it came from Midas, well, and it's just like it becomes just like so it, samey. Like if this was just like if the Astrologian, if this gear was just by itself, and then everyone else had gear that like looked different from it, that would really stand out, and I would really like that because. But because it looks all the same, yeah, I feel like it just kind of blends together. I, I feel like it works against Square Enix. Well, and here's the and problem with that though, because it should look like where it comes from, 
But that shouldn't be the only thing that went into the design. When you look at them, you should also know that's a healer besides the fact that, oh, they're robes and it's on a healer. It's robes and it's white. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the the rogue stuff, maybe that's why. That looks like like the mask and stuff and the sleek design. That looks like something that should be on a rogue. And the reason why they can convey that look with the rogue is because that... It's they're only making gear for that one job. That's true. Like they're mm-hmm. only making the gear to look like a ninja versus the healer stuff has to look white mage, astrologian and scholarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the and that's what I was saying is that, you know, when it, it, you know, when you're designing gear and the job isn't even in the game so it's not even a consideration, I can see how there would be less gear options that feel dark nighty. There's also the issue that a lot of other tanks use, you know, use a lot of those pieces that look, you know, big beefy metally or dark knight mm-hmm. spiky whatever. They use those pieces as well, so you just see it and you go oh tank you don't go oh dark knight well even when it comes to to tome gear you know n- nothing about it feels iconic to me I that's just true like, too it's just like yeah it's yeah. just gear. and again again yeah. i think that, that that's not like a knock on them because the gear design's still good but you know every once in a while i just like to you know when they put something in there that just seems like really really iconic to that particular role and you're right it is easier for the jobs that you know have a longer history within the ffs right right absolutely uh and then uh we've got down here this looks like uh the caster pieces yep uh which i mean i think out of all of i mean granted it's just a recolor of uh of uh the chest piece kind of the healer the, yeah it is a, it's a recolor of the healer yeah it's like let's use a black main color instead yeah. of a white one yeah pretty much i do like that staff though that staff is pretty badass gotta give him that so uh we've also got uh screenshots of uh stone, Two useless blah, things blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah um and then here's that here's that like mobbly he looks like a mad professor doesn't he a little bit yeah a little bit uh, they also kind of remind me a little bit of the uh, uh what were the what were the gobs that were down in moblins were they moblins yeah they were the, called, the one they, they the, were down in Movla- Movlopolis? yeah, yeah. Mo- yeah. moblins the head looks like and the hair really looks like that uh the one guy i played in borderlands 2 Krieg he has the the, fo- uh, the psycho. Oh, bandit? the psycho bandit Krieg. Yeah, he's absolutely got David Lynch hair. I'm gonna. I definitely. I definitely see that. It's canon. This this Moblin is David Lynch. <laughs> that's what Nero's saying. Uh, but I mean, I think that's a pretty cool design for uh yeah. for Gobbies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it definitely breaks with the. Uh, uh, with the current design, there we see uh, one of the uh, bosses from Midas. Using Utsut Semi. That's it's a it, samurai robot. It does look like what it's doing. Uh, so that I mean, yeah, not really much else that we can glean from that. There's the big version of the dude. <laughs> the hair for me is the biggest telltale sign that I think that that little guy is going to turn into this big guy. Do you think so? Yeah. Well, he's also got like a little. Uh, a little, you know, those stupid things that doctors have on their hats, that little circle, the, the mirrors, yeah, it's on a, their head, yeah, it, well, but he's, I mean, and he's got one in the in the small version too. It's just like flipped, flipped up. down. I was mm-hmm. trying to see what that was. And now that I, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. he's a doctor. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I don't know what we're going. We're literally going up against fucking Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, Doctor Gobby and Mister Mobbed. 
So uh, we also uh, we've got a, a nice screenshot of uh, one of the battlefields for Midas. Oh, which is so cool! It is. It looks great, and we did see actually in the trailer like we there was some what of those like for. like sliding down, yeah, Sonic grinding rails or whatever. <laughs> that that's easily though one of the probably the coolest backdrops I've seen in this game. Yeah, you I've, know what? This actually makes me upset because I want to go down there, go down there, yeah. and I want to explore that, and yeah. I know I'm not going ever. To. It would be cool if, like, eventually we got a dungeon that that like went more like and, went and a different yeah. path. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and, and I sort of feel like they they have a lost opportunity with like never going back and revisiting any of the other coil uh, bulkheads. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, if, if that would be another really good dungeon, like shit, we're you know we're OP as fuck right now. Let's go back and crush some uh, you know crush some uh, Dalman shit. Um, and and I mean they've talked about the the possibility of that in the future. Or they just said that they wanted to move away from you know having to, to design more elegant yeah. shit, which I kind of understand. Yeah. They've been doing elegant shit for a long time. Yeah, and then of course here at the bottom we've got the uh, VV minion as Wind well. Uh, yep, as well as uh, Mister Hildebrand there. Uh, Mister Godbert. Godbert. Well, Hildebrand Godbert is his. Yeah, but Godbert's just, like he's barely in the background. Like you barely see him. You see like the side of his face. No, I'm saying Hildebrand got or. Oh, no, Manderville, Manderville, Man- Mr. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Well, Manderville, you fucking moron! Well, it's because you fucked me up. It's been well, it's been a while since we hung out with him too. <laughs> It's only been like half a year. Yeah, right. Square Enix. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be checking back in with Hildebrand. Now, do you guys think that this is going to be an entirely new storyline, or do you think that it's going to be somehow connected to the 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 wizardry school and Uh, and and that they're just gonna take an abrupt left turn with that uh with that plot line it has to be associated with it does it are they gonna have two inspector stories going at the same time is there an inspector in that because i haven't done that shit yet i was gonna say how many how many people have done that that wizardry school i definitely have Have not not. okay now that hildebrand's in it how many of us are gonna do it me i will do it yeah yeah see now that hildebrand's back they probably looked and they're like oh wow i guess i guess people really done this really did like hildebrand maybe we should uh maybe we should bring him back (laughs) no shit two storylines and merge him at the end Maybe, that's, but that's, like, that's dumb Briard, Briarden's so, already so there addition, like, They've got to do it It's got to be related uh, to I hate that Briarden's back I hate that guy He's so Is dumb he back? and boring Yes Oh god Right You never did those quests did you? The Scholastic? Yeah No Oh Fuck no Did it have Why anything to do, do with Hildebrand not being in it? Yeah, well, <laughs> I heard that it was bad, and it was anime school, high school, so no, I haven't done it. Come on down to anime high school. <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. Jesus. Brought should, to you by should, Hartman. You should, you should get it. No, we should put together like a, an intro for it, like do a full-on anime intro for it. Brought to you by Weeboos Incorporated. There you go. <laughs> I don't have a drop that appropriately showcases my discontent for you <laughs> <laughs> brought to you, oh, you by naruto fleshlights <laughs> oh really not even why the- don't we have like a fuck you he just wants a simple fuck yeah. you drop <laughs> or just stop you you uh, honestly i was waiting oh here we go get out i was waiting classic i was waiting for the uh yaoi anal intercourse maui zaoi <laughs> drop no no he missed that one no the, he, that no one has, no you missed that, that one. one has to do with fucking like getting butt sex and stuff <laughs> that's like the escalia drop you can't just bust that out <laughs> for anime shit oh all right well 
let's uh that's that's about it uh in terms of uh uh, news for FF14. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your opinions, your reactions to uh, the screenshots, the trailer, any of that shit. Uh, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715. We would absolutely love to hear from you and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Do you like the gear design? Do you like the mob design? Are you getting sick of these fights? Does it feel like, does it feel like a retread of the same content over and over and over again uh well if you have something to say about that send a skype message over to limit break radio kooky will be on the other end and happy to help you out and send you along into the booth with speaking us speaking of kooky it's really nice to finally her, finally have her on our home server of su- oh wait oh wait. no kooky. she's still not no, over oh, really i thought she like made a bet with you that she would do something yeah something like yeah, that she would move to our server, which she hasn't done yet. Oh, so did she? And like, she's like, she's like. Apparently, her excuse is, "Oh, well, I I transferred my mule over first, <laughs> and now they stop you from doing any transfers for three days." Okay, so even though it's been more than six days or nine days since the bet has concluded, Kooky. Hmm. So what's your excuse now, huh? Maybe, maybe she's waiting until we do our bet stuff. It sounds like she pulled one over on you, Kahlo. Yeah. It sounds like you got she pulled a fast one. Yeah. Just wait till Fan Fest. So, uh, speaking of the bet, we want to remind you that next week, the bet is going down. The pay up is happening. We're going to be making Twitch history here live on twitch.tv slash limit break radio. To my knowledge, I've d I don't know of another live tattooing that's ever gone down on twitch.tv. So you're gonna want to research this? No, I, I Oh, I don't. so you're just pulling it out of your ass. No, oh. no, no, no. He said he's never heard of. That is not a lie. Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was a lie. I'm just saying you're No, kind of I just never heard it. I just never heard of it. Well, I haven't heard of anyone being as sexier than I am. <laughs> and uh, so uh, excuse me, we talk about Joe Never all the time. Yeah, well he's sexy, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't have anything on me, so uh, okay, what about uh MTQ? Gotta... What about Ellie Buttons? What about any other girl on Twitch? I've got a quiet but, PSA yeah, that begs not to too, differ. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah, not too bad. I mean, granted, it's no, it's no juxtaposition, but... I'd like to mute him now. No. Done. You deserve that. Oh, my God, do you deserve that. Um, Ringo Moigrabeam O says there's an actual tattoo shop that streams. Damn. On Twitch? On Twitch? On Twitch? On mm, Twitch. I don't think... I don't know. Yeah, what category does that fall under? Creative. Creative. Yeah, maybe. Dumbass. Maybe. Uh, so, also, uh, we'd love to hear from you. What are you doing for Valentine's Day, and why the fuck would you be calling us? What the fuck, Thor Carson? I'm on break from Valentine's Day. Hi, LBR. Hi. <laughs> How do you take a break from Valentine's Day? Excuse me, honey. I have to go talk to my stream friends. BRB. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how do you... How exactly do you... Uh, do you swing that one? Yeah, how do you word that? Did yeah. you say man crush? <laughs> <laughs> we know where Thor's priorities are. And yeah, he says yes on Twitch under creative. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, see, great. Now you know, so now you can't say that. Well, well, whatever. Whatever. I'll bet what? you he says it anyway. Yeah, we'll say it. Well, you can't say it now because now you're lying. The first MMO... Tattoo. Yeah. yeah, the first MMO themed bet related tattoo. The first That's right. Final Fantasy Stop. podcast to yeah. do it. 
Just anyway, keep getting more specific. Anyway, jo- make sure that you join us for that uh, here on, uh, on on Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. That's going down next week. Uh, I don't know. Ex- we don't know exactly what the start time is because we're pretty much going to be planning around when this artist shows up. Uh, so he's supposed to be here at one. Uh, but I, you know... Yeah, you know, you know how artists are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, all right, I'm gonna take you off mute. I was gonna say maybe we shouldn't talk bad about the artist. That's because it's taken like three months to find one. So. No, oh no, <laughs> and we do want to we do want to send a shout out and thank you to Sam Wolf, uh, who is a uh, tattoo artist out at uh, uh, let's see Signature Tattoo at uh, uh, two thirty West Nine Mile in Ferndale, Michigan. Uh, you can check them out for all of your tattoo needs if you're in Michigan or you find yourself in Detroit and you want to be uh, tattooed by the uh, same person who tattooed the legendary juxtaposition, then uh, you can go ahead and book your appointment over at Signature Tattoos. Uh, so, again, thank you to uh, Sam Wolf. That's going to be awesome. Do we want to give a, a celebratory howl to Sam Wolf? Sure. Okay. On three. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. No one else. <laughs> we did it the first time. I was going to wait for you guys to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I was just going to sit here and look at you and uh-huh. stare at you. I kind of saw it in your eye and you know, I'm like, I bet he's not going to do anything. He'll let Jux do it all by himself. <laughs> That's what I thought I was going to do the first time. So I waited until everyone else did it. <laughs> Assholes. I knew it. <laughs> I bet we could get the intern to do it with you, Jux. Don't trust it. Uh, all right. So on the last episode, uh, we uh, we played a fun game that was brought to us by Ascalia. Uh, brought a uh, f- the Final Fantasy Fantasy Draft to the table, and uh, we drafted our teams. So uh, it, uh, how are how are we doing this? Are we we're checking in on the the, the lineups? We're doing this. How, yeah. how about how about if uh, if I give people my uh, little thoughts on on my team? Hold on, because people on. have been Don't, asking me. Well, hold on, hold on. Don't we have like production for this, like Sports Center, like do 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 do. You're you're our production. Go for it. Oh, there you go. Good job. Does that work? That Does that work? Does that work for me? Yeah. All right, Cal. Uh, well, tell us what's your, what's your thoughts on uh, your team. All right. Well, uh, a lot of people. Uh, I, th- I think the biggest thing they were wondering is, what do you think about your name, Kylo? What do you think about your name? Huh? What, do you, what do you think huh? about your name? Uh, yeah, and someone's like, uh, I bet, I bet you guys wear a lot of hoodies and stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like I feel like people oh were really God. expecting me to be surprised and offended. Racist. Like, like you guys watch this show. <laughs> All right, you're here as much as I am. More, in fact, you you probably been to more episodes than I have. Okay, so do you really think that I was fucking surprised? No, it's no. true. Someone uh, asked you about some it. Ice too, Woody. Ice. Thank you. Someone <laughs> asked you about it in the link show, and you're like completely unsurprised. Was yeah, your response like to how like you felt. I rolled my eyes. Like, of course, of course, of and, course. And to be honest. My team actually didn't turn out that bad. Of course. Uh, I mean, you know, you had some people who, like, they had three different jokes that they were trying to get across with your team, and they all just amalgamated. I think a team of all SIDS would have been hilarious. Yep. And then someone wanted to do a team of all, like, remake-specific FF7 characters. Oh, okay. And then, so, we no, had, then some, someone wanted a team of all little kids on your team. We uh, uh, we had suggested a team of all the black characters from all Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's the thing. We couldn't come up with a full team. 
Did you get more than two? Because Jux and I were trying to do the same thing. No, we Barrett only got, and Zaz. We got, yeah, we got two. Yeah, that's all we yeah. got. That's it, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so call us the racist. Does, I mean, does, does I Vargas <laughs> from six who's, count? Who's the real racist, huh? Is it us or is it fucking Square Enix? Vivi, Shadow. I guess oh, there's four. Oh, fuck. Vivi's a good one. I yeah. didn't even think about uh-huh. that. Oh, we said that in the show. Did we? And then I said Black Mage, too. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I mean, mean. I must have just. African American. I don't listen to you. Yeah, the only one that I was really disappointed with was was the Spoon. Bard. Um, I thought Barrett was a great choice for a coach, though. That was awesome. Uh, he yes, is, he yeah. is fairly motivational. Definitely. He's definitely. motivational. Um, All right. But yeah. So, okay, now that we've run the entirety of the song <laughs> talking about your opinions on the team, yeah. uh, why don't we uh, Why don't we go to Ascalia with the updated sports report? That's right, Aniro. And, of course, week one was filled with drama and intrigue in the Final Fantasy Feast League as Hanger's Crucible scored a come-from-behind win against the Mordian Jailbirds. The Jailbirds got off to a strong start, but a great second half performance by Oren secured a win for the Crucible. Was that a sexual innuendo? At any given time, probably. I was going to yes. say you mentioned the Jailbirds, and then you know the Crucible coming from behind. Coming from behind, just... yeah, yeah. So you got it. Well done. Okay, cool. Uh, the Besaid butt plugs pounded Titan's banana hammock this week, and admittedly, I didn't read that out loud after I wrote it. My <laughs> apologies. Oh, so that one wasn't intentional. No, much like your picture for your team, it is a glorious accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, I would just like to point out, because I think you were the one in the show that made the comment, like, oh, I love how they picked a tank for you that, that you know, like, ended up dying. But did you die? No. Yeah. So the tank did his job and kept your sorry DPS ass alive. What's he talking about? I have no idea. Harshafant. Yeah, My tank got, is Harshafant. Yes. The he, worst tank ever. D- did you die? Y- he's right. He got in the way and he took the hit for us, technically. Yeah. So you guys okay, could go yeah, get but the win. Guess what? Like, yeah, but okay, when you have the defense of a Dragoon, you should probably maybe not do that. Or you know, have a we have a tank that doesn't die at the uh, like the first side of combat that he gets. Yeah. Plus, if I had been hit by that, I'm pretty sure that I would have just gotten up and been like, "What the fuck!" It wouldn't have killed me. Well, we can't all have the echo in Nero. <laughs> uh, Coach Kefka was given unanimous league MVP honors for the week, and every voter was very specific to assure us that they weren't threatened with poison. Oh, okay. So I I don't know. Nice job, Kefka. Yeah, Good exactly. job, boys. Good job. Uh, Bondage and Servitude picked up the week one win against the Callow Klux Clan. Uh, skeptics didn't know how well BNS's tactic of showing off tits and ass would work against a team of mainly children, women, and dead people, but those critics have certainly <laughs> been silenced. I have one child, one dead person, and, and one chick. How is uh, it mostly? That's like, what, 60%? 50%? You're so bad at this. <laughs> uh, in other league news, Crucible Range DPS Waka is currently under investigation for the use of deflated blitz balls. The team's, equi- <laughs> <laughs> the team's equipment manager revealed a text exchange between him and Waka in which he says, quote, I just like them a little underinflated. More on this story as it develops. <laughs> and that's what's going on in FFFL news this week, guys. Oh, man. All right. So uh, d- d- does anyone have any, uh, any lineup changes? Like, are we are we doing the waiver wire thing? You're allowed to do the waiver wire. You can make an exchange of a player. You can change. You can swap in your flex. I just need the up, those updates to me by Tuesday when the new uh, team uh, matchups who's, go up. Who's on the waiver wire? Because I feel like it should rotate. Like there should it only will be rotate. There should you... only be certain characters available on the waiver wire at a time. 
typically anyone who's not drafted would be available on well, the waiver wire. Yeah, but I mean, like, we can't. Th- that just means that we can swap out, you know, like swap out our team if we don't fucking like. Well, you're it. only allowed to swap out one player a week. The, well, but uh, but what I what I'm saying is is if we only had like maybe six people to choose from, and that rotates each week, that would make for a more difficult what choice. What about like this? What if once someone's been chosen, they can't be chosen again? Well, that's already well. That's kind of uh, that, I think the fact that would that negate you can that, only, would neg- that would negate free agencies, though. Well, because you know? I think the fact that that you only get to switch out one per week, anyhow, yeah, is kind of limited enough to where we wouldn't have to worry about like a specific. I see. I think. I think if you just if there was like a a, a possible like you know six or so that we could all pick from. It, How it, do we determine those then? Do we all? He makes them up. League league commissioner makes them up. You want me to pick like what six ten characters a week that we can swap out, and I'll have them to you by the end of the show. Yeah, great, awesome. Can do that. That and that that way we're not just like just like throwing random shit out there. It's like there's there's like a list. Yeah, and the the starting waiver wire, by the way, guys, is uh, reverse draft order. So Callow would be first. Okay, he's priority. (laughs) He's always last, though. That's the joke. He always has to be last. Well, he's here now, so. Now you know who's last? Nika. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you head Whoa. on over to Limit Break Radio. Uh, Tuesday night, the new matchups will go up. Make sure you cast your vote to determine who wins in week two. And hey, and, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, I'm not sure that we made this exactly clear. You got to go over to LimitBreakRadio.com. There's going to be a uh, post over at our blog. You can find that at LimitBreakRadio.com slash blog. And then uh, you can click the link and find, uh, uh, find links to the polls where you'll be able to vote for who wins and who loses. A commissioner, a commissioner, I want to switch out my flex Minfilia for my coach Lightning. So Minfilia is going to be coaching you this yes, week? Yes, Okay. You and heard her it. large breasts. Minfilia is the coach of Bondage and Servitude this week. Okay. I want somebody to check those water bottles that, are, that we use too from the Titans Banana Hammocks. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're your own water boy. Like That's not my job. What, you think somebody poisoned you <laughs> in your team? Who would do that? I don't know. Right I, I have know. no idea what you're talking about. Your coach is Duncan from the same game. How is he not warning your people <laughs> these to are, check that? These are, baseless, forget, these, are, the, these are just baseless attacks. By the way, Woody, could you do me a favor and not pick a character that would have been around in the 130th <laughs> round of the draft next time? Find <laughs> a picture of him was fucking impossible. I'll think about it. <laughs> I, I Google a picture of Duncan. There's one picture of his sprite and one picture of the concept art for Bannon. And that is the most <laughs> there is for fucking Duncan. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a deep cut right there, I gotta say. Uh, that maybe a reach in the third round or whatever the hell it was. So, uh, anyway, yeah, make sure that uh, you're uh, involved in the voting process. That's over at LimitBreakRadio.com at our blog. We're gonna be stepping up our blog game over there. Uh, this is just one way that we're going to be doing it, but uh, make sure that uh, that you're checking that out often. Uh, so, uh, thank you, by the way, for that, uh, Escalia. Absolutely, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Um, so, uh, all right, let's. I wanted to talk about this. Um, there's this great uh, show. Actually, you know what? First, I wanted to talk about uh, about. Um, this article that Woody found actually uh, this uh, massively OP. I don't actually know this site. Uh, is anyone does anyone visit massively overpowered? This, now this is different from uh, isn't there like a massively MMO or something like that? No, no. no. Well, massively dot com okay. shut down. Oh, that, that's been that's been gone for a while. Oh, okay. Then no, I've never heard of them before. Is, is massively OP what came out of that? I don't remember. I don't know. I I, I mean I know the I know the name. Oh, 
Happy Valentine's Day. Whether you straight or gay, or fluid or swing both ways. Whether you're a warrior of light, or like it nice and tight. Whether you like to rim, or in cum you like to swim. DLB Army is horny, so let's have a Twitch orgy hashtag hype. Wow. 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 You rhymed that. Was that okay. IMB that contaminator? Was, that was rhymed. Now, yeah, now out of curiosity, uh, were you covered under one of those, Escalia? I think he had me well covered under okay, those. Great, okay, great. fair enough. Rimming, as long as rimming, right? As long as we're all as long as we're all included. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, over at Massively Overpowered, uh, they did a uh, they they released this article yesterday, February thirteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, and it's Massively OP's Guide to MMO Podcasts. And, uh, of course, when you scroll down to uh, FF14, right there at the top. What, what is that? What is this? Kooky oh. hitting up a link to that in uh, in uh, the uh, chat room. Uh, this is so cool. I got to say, the fact that we're at the top of this list just gives me the <laughs> biggest erection uh we've noticed yes so unfortunately you're you're lifting the table but i have to i have to admit that they did a really uh like a very comprehensive list of podcasts here we've got of course limit break radio at the top slot not that number not that the top slot means anything but we do know that it's objectively the best so limit limit break radio up there at the top followed by eighth right radio uh then uh, ff14 realm podcast gathered together sequence Break, Chocobo Knights, Phoenix Down, She Heals, I Tank, and of course, <laughs> at the uh, at the very, very end, State of the Realm. Uh, you <laughs> I don't think that that's not fair. Although, I gotta say, I've never even heard of She Heals, I Tank. I don't know that one. Uh, well, apparently, it's made by uh, a vegan blog, a vegan and gaming blog. And they have like seven posts? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The last uh, uh, podcast was in last year. A vegan, yes, and gaming, blog? gaming blog. A vegan gaming. Click on the. Click on it. Click That's on a it. niche Go audience there. right there. I think it's like Banana Pete or something. <laughs> Banana vegan Pete. Pete. Vegan Pete. There you go. So we had sponsors worried that we were a niche audience. <laughs> Wow. What's the vegan gaming demographic look like? It's actually a, the one percenters. A banana <laughs> with a shield and sword. Uh, well, I just, I'm not sure what one has to do with the other. I mean, good that this guy's like into this thing, but. Well, okay. you, you know has, that vegans have to let everybody know that they're vegan. Yes, that's true. So, that's like part of being a vegan. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, and. Uh, um, it also like you have to be a, in, a, as insufferable as possible. It's a cool blog because it has like a gaming podcast and like vegan like food tips and stuff. And there's one recipe on it for a vegan. How do you blend those two things together? How do you get from vegan to gaming? I truthfully have no idea. Wait, I, I hate to say this. I kind of want to hear an episode just to find out. <laughs> no, I want to know how you do that. Okay. Well, you know, it's like you're eating yeah. and you're playing a game. So why not combine the two? Look, well, I, I do like food and I do like gaming. I, I'm, See? I'm, can, I, can we point out that under Final Fantasy Eleven, elegantly Edwith is there? <laughs> which links to Limit Break Radio, which I'm totally fine with. Well, yeah. well plus well, elegantly well. Edwith had how many episodes and was like how 14? many years ago? Yeah, that was a while ago. A while. It was a while ago. ago. Yeah, we the, that show hasn't been updated in a long, old time. Um, they may be going by just iTunes directory listings, which if they are, I could see that. Yeah, that would, I guess 
would make sense. What that uh, vegan one sounds like uh, that sweaty balls. Oh, skit, but less funny. it sounds like an NPR the cooking NPR, show. Yeah. yeah, that would be. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Uh, well, <laughs> now, when you're cooking your apple pie, vegan you cannot Pete. use sweet cream. We will use this. Cream substitutes. Uh, look, I, I feel like we're beating up on the guy a little bit, and I'm afraid that he's going to hear it and get really upset and butt hurt. Not that he would come after us because he's a vegan, and vegans can't really do anything. Whoa, they don't. Shots they don't have the energy to, you know, like. <laughs> just a little bit of protein helps in that department, bro. Just saying. I'm, like, just saying. Uh, Says anyway, the former vegan. Right? You were vegetarian. Vegetarian, right? vegetarian yeah. Vegetarian, ten, right. ten years, and it was all. I gained a fuckload of weight. <laughs> it was bad. Soy, I, then let's uh, move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was so bad. It's a good job. That was hopefully funny. Okay. Uh, but anyway, we want to send a shout out and thank you to Massively OP. Dot com. Uh, you guys, you know what would be awesome? You know what would be really awesome? If you guys could hit up this article and just leave a couple of comments. There's 43 comments on there already, but I would love it if there would there was some LBR representation in the comments here uh, because uh, that, that would be, I would just, I don't know. You heard him, LBR, me. I need, Light up those comments. I need, look, I need fat material, okay, guys? I just, it's it's been building up for a few days. I can't, Awkward. it's cold outside, so I can't run around screaming anymore and Nero's penis is only at half mass that's right he needs full chub that's right see the, the X-Men Apocalypse trailer came out and uh, and what's her nuts is Psylocke uh, it, it just Munn. oh yeah, Olivia God. Munn yeah Olivia Munn is Psylocke Do you remember that story the, I told you about the jizz the, was all over the walls but the, now I'm just kind of dry and I need something that'll get me back the in the story I told you about the, the, the Conan bit where she talked about getting into her thing apparently yeah. her first day on set she popped the crotch of her costume wide open <laughs> <laughs> the, lo- the dude who plays a quick sub look on his face when she said that is just priceless. <laughs> How come I wasn't working on that movie? God, God damn it. God damn it. Some powerful camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> it could not be contained. Uh, all right. So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, have ever checked out this uh, this show called PBS Game Show. Uh, this is uh, this is a show I've actually been watching this quite a bit. Uh, this is uh, there's a lot of uh, there, there's actually a lot of uh, gaming channels out there that are very similar to this. Uh, one that comes to mind is uh, Vsauce is quite similar. Uh, also. Uh, um, damn it. What is the name of that? Uh, this exists. And uh, the the other one um, that, again, I can't. Oh, the uh, Idea Channel, the PBS Idea Channel. Uh, and they make some really interesting content. And uh, they put out this video recently called Do Games Need to be Painful? Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was watching it, I, I could not help but uh you know but but here's some of the same arguments and some of the uh you know the some of the same criticisms that we've been leveling at ff14 for a while so i i kind of wanted to check this out you guys should head on over to youtube.com uh and uh subscribe to pbs game show they like i said they put out some uh phenomenal content and uh you know i in fact i think when everyone uh in the room watched this initially that uh uh, you know, we wish that it was it was a bit longer and a bit more in depth. So I think what I'd like to do is take a minute and you know wa- watch a little bit of it, uh, comment on some of it, and then 
I think that this is an appropriate place. That Limit Break Radio is an appropriate place to expand on that discussion. The, the whole video is like a great like primer for the Salted Earth episode. It kind of is. Oh, yeah. It kind of is. One thing that struck me about this video when I was watching it is this seems like a, an, an example of sponsored content done right. Whereas he comes out and says who his sponsor is in the beginning and it has nothing to do with what's in the video. Absolutely. And, and that was and fine. It's, it didn't bug me at all. It's, it's very brief and to the point. Yep. And absolutely. Yeah. So um, one thing that struck with me is that this is all stuff that if feel like we've talked about last year oh wait it is <laughs> uh but uh if you'd like to chime in on this video or any of the discussions send a uh skype uh message over to limit break radio or 810-515-8715 to chime in on anything that we're talking about today so all right let's make this a little bit bigger and uh check this out this episode is brought to you by squarespace As Charlie Chaplin once said, to truly laugh, you have to be able to take your pain and play with it. Video games try to do just that. By the way, by the way, a great uh, a great justification for all jokes in that one quote from oh, yeah. Charlie Chaplin. Amazing, amazing performer. Uh, Absolutely. You look at all comedians, they all have everything rooted in some pain of some sort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not just to make us laugh, but to make us have fun through often brutal challenges. It started with arcade cabinets designed to eat quarters and Say what? kids coming back day after day. I don't think so. I don't know. I've never seen never seen Nerd or Die. Evolved. There's an art to poking and prodding a player to shape their behaviors and keep them interested. Scientists have been looking into this line of research for quite some time as well. Psychologist B.F. Skinner called it operant conditioning. With his famous Skinner boxes, he would subject animals to various rewards <laughs> and punishments in order to condition their behaviors. A mouse might be given a signal, like a blinking light, and then be expected to push a lever. If they didn't, they'd get a zap of electricity. If they did, they'd get a delicious food pellet. To an extent, game designers have to think about players like they're that mouse in the Skinner box. In the game world, a pre-programmed response to the player's actions is called a contingency. In the original Legend of Zelda, getting hit by an enemy meant losing a heart, while killing them meant the reward of extra health, money, or other items. Designers use these punishment and reward systems to condition players to do all kinds of things. In advanced games now, like- I think that this is a really great point and uh, you know something in all of our discussions you know we never brought up uh, Skinner boxes operant conditioning any of these actual scientific terms that come down to any of these smart things yeah right (laughs) but but what he's what he's talking about is very strictly a risk reward system that players don't you know like I feel like there are so, there are some ways in which players don't know that they're being rewarded. You know, they just feel like they're you know, like they're basically not impeded. You don't lose, and so you you advance on. And uh, and I think that this is a really interesting way to to continue to sort of look at you know what we want out of the challenge that this game and other games in general provide for us. Yeah, I think I think uh, the the cool thing too is, and, and the way that you brought it up that way too, is I think that FF fourteen there is an inconsistency in their level of conditioning or what is it, uh, uh, operative conditioning. Um, I think there is yeah. a a big big inconsistency from one level of the game to the next, whether it's the the casual, the mid core, or or the end game. Absolutely, absolutely. Dark Souls and Bloodborne, Pain acts almost your favorite like game a guide, teaching the player about the world and its. Rules 
rules. Every battle could be that electric zap in the Skinner box, and you could only learn what to do by failing. You feel like Instead you're of being teaching you through a tutorial, absolutely. And and see, here's the okay. Here's my thing about Dark Souls, and and, I, and and I've not I've not had a chance to to really talk about this. The thing about Dark Souls is that I know it's a great game, and it's got a lot of things in there that I want out of a game. It the the difficulty is ramped up too high personally for me. Right. Like and, and it, all it does for me is just create massive amounts of frustration. We're, we're pretty butthurt and, about it. But the, but the thing is, is that like it's it's it, it's a continued th- like it's a continued dialogue. You you work at trying to get better and you do slowly improve over time. Now, with other games, you see you see the reward being hit way more often. Oh, yeah. And and the thing is, is that that game is not very rewarding. Its only reward is advancement. You get to move beyond the place that you're stuck at. And there is and and, and I, I do really want to try Bloodborne because I feel like uh, from what I understand, it is more offensive than defensive. And that is a little bit more my style of gameplay. And I feel like I might be more suited as a player to that. But there are a lot of there are a lot of underpinnings and a lot of essential mechanics in Dark Souls that are fantastic, that are really good. And, you know, something that I think players crave in video games. Um, and, and, and there's, there's a point coming up about, about star Wars, the old Republic that well, I think is, they've also talked well. about with dark souls that it, rather than a difficulty curve, it's more of just a wall. You have all these conditions that you're expected to be able to do from the word go, as opposed to learning them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's the, that's the other thing is that, you know, like, uh, the, the one of the things that I find really good about Dark Souls is that it doesn't over explain anything in the game. It just lets you learn in an but era tr- where tutorials are just so rampant and handholding. Exactly. And and that in and of itself is refreshing, but it's also very frustrating. Like there is a trade off. And, uh, you know, like I, I think I mean, I think that. Overall, the question is a very valid question. You know, like the the overall thesis of this video is do games need to be painful? And I think in some way they should be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. So let's the question is how painful do they need to be? Th- and I think that that's fair, too. Question is just get good. Well, no, because I, I, th- but th- that's essentially what they're doing. Yes. Like, like the whole mouse thing that when that mouse finally learns to hit that lever, it got good. Right. It figured it out. And, and, then, and <laughs> that's all it is. Right. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, is that like I recognize that Dark Souls is like not a game for everyone. And oh, I yeah. also understand that a challenge curve like that is also not for every type of gamer. But as we have pointed out over and over and over again, the casual and middle core content of this game is very, very well supported. And it's it's in this extreme challenge that we've seen a dip in interest and engagement. And so what I think the I think it's a very fair question, especially to pose to the FF14 community is what do we want out of our raids and do we want them to be painful? And if we do, what kind of pain do we want them to? Well, see, the pain is there. It's the food pellet that we don't have yet. Yes. I, yes. Yes. 
Holy that, shit. That's what I meant when Kyle, I was talking. Kyle, that was an amazing point. Well, no, I already made what I... I was waiting for us to finish the video, but the idea that, that there's an inconsistency in the <laughs> operative conditioning from different levels. Because think about it. Our mid-core would be grinding tomes, right? Right. There's no pain there, except the monotony. The monotony. And after every day, you just go and you get your reward. Mm -hmm. Here's my tomes. Here's my gear. Here's my tomes. Here's my gear. Here's my tomes. Here's my gear. Then you move into endgame where, yeah, the, the fucking conditioning and the pain is monumental because you are smashing your face over and over and over again and then maybe at the end after a couple months of it here's two gear drops that maybe some of you can use but most of the raid isn't seeing shit and there's not enough of a reward there as far as I'm concerned, for the level of pain that a lot of people go through. I think that, that that's a great point. Uh, that is that is a very great point. Oral or talking NPC, these games use the spontaneous and ever-present threat of death to push you to succeed, but with one little caveat. After a player dies, they have a chance to go back to where they were killed and collect the souls they had at the time. But if they die before getting there, everything's lost. These pain and reward systems can be used in much smaller ways too. Dark Souls' stingy stamina bar teaches the player to be patient and rely on counterattacks rather than just brute force. In Bloodborne, on the other hand, the regain system actually keeps players alive while they're dealing damage to enemies, encouraging them to take that more risks and be yeah. more aggressive. Without these rewards, that's systems, what makes me, players that, would that have right a there made me want to play Blood, Bloodborne. No one is surprised that you'd rules. rather be offensive. Of you do it every game, single day on the show. Sinhart <laughs> draws from the work of French philosopher Michel Foucault and argues that you can only play a game after you've accepted its inherent power structure. In a game like Res, for example, you won't get past the game over screen unless you accept the fact that you're not allowed to shoot NPCs, no matter how badly you might want to. Sorry. Pain helps define your experience as a player. Halo's infamous legendary mode asks us to play through the game with almost no room for error, forcing us to become battle-hardened and super sensitive to every enemy placement and movement. By making us more... Which is how... That's... I, and I've, I feel like Alex Savage is a very good analog for that. Like, that, that kind of design is the sort of... Uh, thing that you experience in Alex Savage, where you have to have, uh, you know, a hundred percent laser line focus and a hundred super precision. It's yeah. super precision. And again, we don't see it's the the incline from where from like you were saying, like tone grinding or Alex Normal or whatever to that that uh, that experience level needed or that skill level needed is so sharp. Because yeah, if you uh, again think about it. The, the the casual level, you do the same thing over and over again each day, and you immediately get your reward. Right. Then they want you to do something harder, right. but take longer to get your reward. Doesn't right. that seem fucked? Yeah. No, well, and, 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 you know, in the case of Halo, this is a one-player game that, you know, you're adding a game mode with increased difficulty. There are only a certain amount of players that are going to want to, you know, uh, subject themselves to that level of challenge. Right? But... Well, there was a lot. There was some benefit to doing the legendary mode in Halo. It did make you like if you played the game multiplayer, it made you better at the game. Getting better was its own reward because the multiplayer was an intrinsic part of the game. Okay, sure. but yeah, when yeah, you yeah. have a game like like a single installment of a game where the idea is to just get from start to finish, then that's fine. But when you have a game that has progression in it, mm -hmm. you don't progress just to progress. You need something at the end Absolutely. of it, and what you put into it should be reflected in what you're getting back from it. Well, and in the case 
where it's not that the people who are doing the same thing every day over and over again are getting the exact same stuff as you and you're doing it months and months and months to get nothing for it it's so fucked I agree completely and uh, a thing about Halo is I went through the legendary mode in there and yeah you might get stuck on a part for an hour two hours just to get to like to the next area basically See, I do, but then it's over and you've gotten past that and you've learned yes. it's not four weeks on one fight that is that's true too because I mean it, it, and that was that was going to be my second point is that you know we're talking about an MMO so it becomes a, a, a bit intrinsically different you know the legendary mode it is the same campaign just with the difficulty right. ramped up and I don't think that the, like we've tried we've tried now having a raid that is just a ramped up difficulty of content that already exists in the game and it doesn't I don't think that anyone that didn't interest hardly anyone right. uh, both on a narrative level or on like a a skill challenge level they just fucking at some at some point it was like fuck this shit and just people fucking tuned it out uh, dude raid groups have been breaking left and right you know like oh, yeah. objectively objectively i think alex savage was an initial misstep big time well especially yeah and as midas comes out people sit there looking at it going why why should I do this? Yeah, I can't blame them. Yeah, exactly. Can't the killable, right. increasing the speed of enemy bullets and the damage they inflict. Legendary mode calibrates us to cling more closely to cover and be utterly ruthless with our timing. Through a strict punishment system, players learn to become super soldiers. Some games aren't willing to bring the pain, as it were, and they suffer for it too. Reviewing a recent expansion of Bioware's Old Republic MMO, IGN's Leif Johnson called the combat laughably easy. In the end, he felt shuttled through the game's new storyline. The overly easy combat is a sad shadow of what the Old Republic has offered in the past, and the endgame leans too much on recycled content. And Game Informer's Matt Miller noted that while right there, right there, if you hadn't told me that that review was for the Old Republic, I would have assumed that it was for Heaven's Word. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, and, and that's a great point. Like, that's kind of a good uh, a, a good judge for that as well, is like, dude, he, he, the, the, the reviewer said it, the IGN reviewer said it, his HP never dropped below 90% while doing most of the content. And that's not to say anything about because he, again, fantastic story. Yeah. But that only goes so far. Right. Yeah, when that the goes until you done. finish the story. Yeah, exactly. Playing the game, his health rarely ever dropped below 90%. Whether he used a specific strategy in battles or simply pressed buttons at random, the outcomes were usually the same. Developers are often cautious about punishing yeah. people, especially for MMOs. No one wants to frighten away new players, but a lack of pain can have the same hey, result. Hey, look at that. Wait, did you see? Did you guys see that? Did you guys catch that alpha that alpha footage of FF14? Of 2.0, yeah. Oh my goodness. Balls. Actually, alpha was a lot harder than what we're going through now. I know. Well, the game when when 2.0 first came out, it was a lot harder. And and they've yeah. they've dumbed down the difficulty again and again and again and again. The lack of pain can have the same result if there's no need to dive deeper into a game's systems <laughs> to progress in the story Clever. or overcome certain obstacles. Things can feel boring and unearned. Game critic unearned, Matt Peckham like said that. that Arkham City left him with a touch of ennui. Whether he tried to think through battles or just mash buttons, it all felt the same. 
Finding the right balance of pain can be very difficult, but because it's tied to challenge and engagement, figuring it out is an essential part of game design. Some games take pain a step further by even adding thematic and aesthetic layers to the brutality to amplify its effects. Max Payne is a walking, talking personification of pain. He ends every level bloodied and battered regardless of success. Even the series' bullet time mechanic forces Max to throw himself down steps, over counters, and through windows to dodge enemy this fire. This is kind of the part Instead of the video of where it sort of lost packs, me. I'm like, like yeah, games, man, you're okay, now we're going from like a metaphor of pain to and literally pain. Yeah, I did, yeah. All the yeah. player can do for Max to keep the pain at bay is to keep him perpetually drugged. But the player doesn't have the option to make the pain just go away. Your only out is to put the controller down and stop playing. So here's a question. Can games cross the line into being too painful? How much can we take before we resort to throwing our controllers across no, the No, Nero, well, how much? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd say about uh, three and a half hours of being stuck on the same part of Dark Souls. That's that's enough That's enough to get you to spike your, uh, your DualShock 3. You and, gotta calm down or I'm gonna have to frag you. <laughs> And uh, the the second part of that story is that as the see here's the thing okay a lot of people think that you know like I, of course I get the reputation of being the elder primal of salt on this show and it's well earned but here's the thing okay I'm actually not as like angry as people might think that I am but when I do I legitimately like look at myself like oh man how the fuck did I get here so and how do you, you come to that when realization you, when you, I, you know what quit setting me up. I'm working my way there, you fucking asshole. You clearly know the end of the story, and you're just leading me there. I'm getting there. I'm working my way there. You think I'm just going to leave that part out? Okay, well, please continue then. Dumb motherfucker. Anyway, anyway so uh, there, is, there is nothing quite like, uh, you know, immediately spiking your DualShock 3 and having it come back and whip you right in the forehead uh, to make you reassess and go, okay, all right, what did I do here? Like how did how how did how exactly did I get to this place? But there are people out there like I don't know maybe our uh, our friend Starcade who goes and never never bothers to like look at his own actions or the what like you know or his own behavior to figure out how he got to a place where nobody in the world likes him. You know what I mean? Like if you're in that position, you've got to it's on you to figure out how the fuck you got there. And other there's there's a lot of other people who just want to blame everyone except themselves. And I'm, look, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. When you've lost your shit to the point where you're chucking shit and, or, or spiking it off the floor, it's time to like, dude. It's time to reevaluate. You you need that. It's it's gut check time. I had the same uh, uh, thing as you did one time playing FF10 and losing like. I think nine hours worth of progress because I didn't save and I died. <laughs> I threw my controller at the wall and it shattered. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, now I don't have a controller. Yeah. 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 Your story's much better because, as weirdly shaped as it is, and it bounced right back It at bounced you? straight off the ground and right into my head. Like, it was almost <laughs> like life just telling you, no, dude, this is on you. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the controller. That this is, is on you. Yep. That is true. Greatest conversation well, ever. All right, let's let's get through the end. The Tomb Raider was controversial for its brutal oh God. treatment of the this legendary Lara Terrible Croft. flashbacks. The game <laughs> almost seemed to take a creepy pleasure in hurting her. Grand Theft Auto really Five, released around the same time, included a mission called "By the Book," which.
which required players to I just did this. I just did this. It's a great mission. And 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 like the thing is, is that like it does like your your choices in that scene like really do make a difference. So if we didn't think that that scene was really that big of a deal, what does that say about us? Might be a sociopath. Oh, okay. Game Definitely critic and essayist Tom Bissell even wrote that despite having a strong stomach for blood and violence, Max Payne 3 made him, quote, wonder what on earth had been added to the table creatively with its inextremist kill cams. In cases like these, the pain inflicted in the game on or by the character becomes untethered from the rules it's meant to enforce, instead of punishment that either drives our engagement with the game or acts as a tool for better understanding the game and oh. the people who made it, Faced. pain becomes an end in and of itself. Vulgar and sometimes upsetting, but often ultimately shallow. Pain is a complex tool in games, but what's clear on your is that enemies maybe, but when I died in Tomb Raider and got to see Lara like even an essential part oh. of it. But what do you think? Ugh, what impaled games let players off the hook too easily? Are That's there terrible. any that you think cross the line when it comes to pain? Hash it out in the comments. All right, there you go. If uh, if you want to if you want to see the uh, th seriously, go subscribe to this uh, uh, to this uh, YouTube channel. They really do make some really fin phenomenal stuff, and of course, it comes out of PBS. Uh, PBS being a, a traditional broadcasting organization, they don't invest in content like this very often. So the more hits, the more subs that it gets, the better that I think it'll be for uh, gaming representation and overall media as well. So I just wanted to do throw. Do you know if YouTube has a way of tracking what videos you're watching when you subscribe? Yes. <laughs> yes? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, head on over to uh, YouTube and check that out. But I thought that this was a really good lead-in to the discussion. Like, how punishing do we really think the endgame of FF14 needs to be? Well, uh, for starters, we could at least put some type of... Uh... Wait, no. What? Yeah. The, the point I was going to make, I'm like, wait a minute, it's the complete opposite of that. So never mind. I was going to be like, start by putting some punishment in there, but that's not the end game. That, that's more the, the, the middle core. The yeah, game. that is the middle core. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and we can talk about that too. Is, is, there, is there more punishment that needs to be added to the middle and less punishment taken out of the end? We know that less punishment is getting taken out of the end, going from, uh, you know, from uh, the first uh, set of Alexander to now uh, Midas. We know that there's objectively going to be a, uh, a ratcheting down of the difficulty there and the DPS checks there. So even taking that into account, though, I still think that the rewards that the Raiders get need to be a lot bigger. I agree. Or or either bigger or they need to get them a bit more often. Because, again, think about it. Like every single week we're getting as 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 casual players at least one piece of gear. Right. And how long you know does it take for for those Raiders to get gear out of out of their raids? Yeah. Sometimes quite a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, you know, if you're if you're stuck on, say, Alex Savage three, you know, you, you after a couple of weeks of uh, of doing one and two to be able to get to three, yeah. you've got the you've got most of the gear I was slots. Say, out of yeah. Because if you think about it, a lot of the things that we talk about on this show is, oh, Raiders need better gear. Raiders need better gear. Raiders be, need better gear. No, right? no, no. Not maybe. Better, not, maybe hang on, maybe wait, they just need wait, it faster. Can we, can we, well, can we can we clarify that? And not that Raiders need better gear, but there needs to be more rewards and better incentives to yeah. get people interested in raiding. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really the key because not it's saying just like oh there needs to be better gear that just sounds like oh well Raiders do more for this game and they should be rewarded more no that there needs to be I mean there does need to be a significant reward beyond what's going to be relevant for a patch or two right and that's and that needs to be added both on the casual and on the hardcore side so I think that I think that overall the reward structure is a problem but the video was talking about pain and difficulty and we have just experienced a very painful punishing end game system with Alex Savage 1 through 4 and I'm curious what do you guys hope is the lessons that Square Enix takes away from this moving forward not just for the next two tiers of Alexander but for raids moving far uh, far forward in the future and by the way we'd love to hear your opinions on this send a Skype message to Limit Break Radio or 810-515-8715 if you'd like to chime in on this discussion Uh, obviously uh, a big you know a, a big topic and uh, can go a lot of different ways but we'd love to know what you think about it so let us know limit break radio on skype or 810-515-8715 well first of all yeah games need to be painful they absolutely do um the fact that if you take a look at, at things like wow i think it was actually pop shared on uh, on our thread when we were actually coming up with the show outline for this shared a graph that someone had showed that compared uh the the subscription levels throughout all of world of warcraft you life. son of a bitch that was me oh sorry that was juxta i was i wasn't sure i'm sorry no, i'm you. sorry juxta i'm giving you credit eat a dick it's you you're getting credit <laughs> credit is yours okay oh, oh it's mine but yeah from vanilla Vanilla to Crusade to Lich King. It was sure. all going up, 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 up. Um, and then I think it was, uh, was it, wait, what came after Lich Cataclysm King? or Pandaria? Cataclysm after Lich King. Cataclysm, it started to go down. Lich King went up a little bit, then went down, down, like way, way, way down. down. And then with uh, the, the newest expansion, it spiked up and immediately went right back down. Uh-huh. And what's the thing that WoW's been doing? Making it easier, making it more accessible for everybody. Everybody gets everything. It's not working out. You do not stay with a game that long because, the first of all, they give you everything you want. And if you have everything you want, like in life, what do you do? You don't think, okay, I'm happy and sit there where you are. No. Find you something find else. something else you want and you move on. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the whole point of it is to find a balance between giving people what they want and, you know, in this case, causing them pain. So you can't just straight up give everything to them. There has to be some level of pain. There needs to be that long-term goal that even once you have all the short-term stuff, you still have reason to work towards that long-term objective. The complete opposite of what they're talking about in this would be those instant gratification games. People play on their phones. People play on Facebook, right? And how many people are actually drawn to those like 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 our demographic that's it right? it is still conditioning too that that is at play mm-hmm. there but it's not the same sort of risk reward yeah it is it is mostly just hit the button get a reward and that is that's entirely different from the theory but, of the skinner box right, where there is a the, punishment there the too. point is when you don't have pain people don't stick around yeah. Well, also with those kinds of games, though, there's I think that's a different um, goal that they're going for. They're going for when you're looking to just like like shut off your brain and do this and have it be real simple. Whereas I think MMOs look for a more engaging form of media. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I think you're right. And what there is and, and my, my point about bringing up uh, legendary mode is that, uh, y- you know, like MMOs don't really have 
it, it, at least uh, unless you're doing the easy mode hard mode thing they don't really have the option to recycle content the way that a first person a first uh, a one player game does you right. know like uh, a recycle of a map at uh, slightly bumped up difficulty or extreme difficulty people look at that as an entirely different game mode but yet when it exists in an MMO they see it as a re- as as recycled content lazy well, it's because you it can't, is lazy it's because you can't get the same effect out of it when you do right when you did Halo on easy mode, you could literally Rambo through the entire game. That's right. what you did. You ran through, you Ramboed it. When you finally got around to Legendary, every new area you approached, you'd have to say, all right, there's cover over there, there's cover over there, there's a bunch of enemies over there, I can go over there first. You actually spent time in each area learning the areas and learning how to use them to your advantage. And in that, it felt like a different game. You don't have that option in an MMO most often. Yeah, no, and and I agree with that. Because, uh, you know, when I played Metal Gear Solid, the first time I played Metal Gear Solid, I played it straight through. And then, you know, as I continued to play it and I wanted to hang with the series uh, more and more, I would start issuing small challenges to myself. I'd do a no kills run. I do, you know, a no alerts run. I do a European extreme run. And you know what I mean? Like right. that uh, uh, there was, and I recognize that not everyone who picks up metal gear solid is going to be pushed to try those same game modes. And the same is going to be intrinsically true of FF 14, that everyone who, who plays the game is not going to be interested or tuned in to rating but the, but it seems like square enix is trying to dumb the content down so that it's for everyone right like yeah that's that's not the way to go about I, it i don't think it is either and i don't, I, well, think, I don't it think it either. has to be like no matter what push button get food pellet even for the more casual fan base i think you can still have a level of pain for them whether or not they're willing to like openly embrace it and be like yeah put that in if you put it in and it's not ridiculous I don't think they're going to complain. Well, and that's, and well that's the I don't thing. know. At this point now, I don't know. Because after the whole Steps of Faith thing, like now we're at the point where... Can you actually say that and believe it? I, I don't. Steps of Faith is a little bit different just because it was attached to the MSQ, and I. I but, but he's also saying you can put stuff like that into casual content, and people won't complain. Mm. But I think where we are in Final Fantasy fourteen, we might have actually moved past that. Where yeah, if you try to put it into casual content, that's the first thing people are gonna. The first thing people are gonna do is complain. And 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 those complainers are also gonna be the first ones to complain about raiding because they feel like every piece of content should be for them they've given in so early now yeah. and so quickly they that, really did mm-hmm. i think Ugh. if they ma- start making a stance where it's like hey you have to get better to be able to clear this content you can't face roll it i think if they're going to start taking that stance they would have to just go balls deep don't like try to like wade into it just jump in the deep end and then when people start complaining just flat out say this is how hard the content is going to be you will have to rise to meet this standard or you will not see this content period end of sentence exactly like you can't pussyfoot it you gotta go all in or don't go at all game is working as intended yeah Yeah. a bit a bit of that old uh, ff11 dev mentality of just like no that's that's what it is and kind of actually think back to ff11 and and look at, at all this stuff they give us now like what people don't realize who play 14 who never played 11 is there there wasn't a dev voice no there mm. wasn't was there even patch notes like before yeah. a patch Ooh. not like before one a patch. D- like one day, day, of. day of yeah, day yeah. Of. yeah. so day you of. didn't even know what was coming you yeah. just logged on one day and here was everything That's they what, never spoke yeah. about anything the most you would ever whatsoever. get is like they might spoil like 
Oh, there's gonna be a big update to Ranger this patch. Or you might get that occasionally. Yeah, they they, they do. You know, you know, like the uh, scenario previews that we get over at the Lodestone. Right. We got basically those for FF11. Kind like, of yeah. new job stuff is coming. No, that's yeah. right. That's what it was. Yeah. you would get a banner with three images on it, and, and it would yeah. say new job adjustments, and that's it. And you'd have to go like base what was on the banner. Yep. That was it. And the that banner was, wasn't yeah. always accurate. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. That was a game of Russian roulette. Yeah, it really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and it, it's like it's like for this game, they've gone in the complete opposite direction now where they they take everyone's voice. And you're right. They try to make everyone happy. And unfortunately, I do feel like it's starting to bleed over into modes of the game that maybe these people shouldn't have access to because they haven't earned it. And, and it's chasing away a certain demographic of the game. And in the long run, when you just have a game that's dumbed down to where everyone has access to it, you end up with a World of Warcraft. <laughs> it really, I, I mean, that's that's the thing that I think uh, really, uh, really bums me out is that it does. It just seems to be cave after cave after cave. And we just move slowly into that decline towards world of warcraft status i mean objectively world of warcraft has not been a good game in five years six years i mean it's been a while a long time it's been a while and the thing is is i just i would hate to see ff14 go this route they had so much promise bringing it back with 2.0 and to just watch the same the same content get recycled the same you know square flat battle arenas Mm -hmm. just it bums me the fuck out the problem is even though world of warcraft sucks right now and it's been on a steady decline since wrath of the lich king it's still making money. I know. And that's all they're looking at. Because it's, well, it's of World paper of Warcraft. Because there's so many people playing it. But the problem with 14 is, even though even with those 5 million, if they start to decline, it's not going to stick around making them as much money as what no. Warcraft makes Blizzard, even though it's in a decline. Yeah. They have to do something different. You know, the way they started the game, taking all these aspects from all the different, you know, successful MMOs in the East and all the successful MMOs in the West and merging them together. Yeah, that was a great way to start out. You drew a lot of people in, but at this point now, you gotta do something that's unique to you. That's unique for FF14. You can't keep modeling yourself after what is considered successful out there. One thing Essie's done well about that, though, is it's almost evil is that they have the availability to do the six month subscription. Having this like that is kind of what makes them being able to do the patches the way they do work, because if you have a fresh patch coming out, people come back to the game. They don't buy that one month subscription. Everyone gets the six month. I feel like I do one month. What? No, I, yeah, I only do one month. Do you do it one month at a time? I do. Oh, yeah. I do it six. What do you, what do, you do? Six. Cheaper. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, that's why you're an intern and you're you. <laughs> you're a non-factor. Yeah. Yeah, what? Six months? The only yeah. the only thing that serves to do is it gets you it your... It locks ve- you in for well, six months. It also gets your veteran reward like quicker, doesn't that it? Too. Because you're yeah. built for six months, so you get credit for all six months. Right, that is true. That is true. That's that's that was the only. Uh, I, I feel like they tried to bribe us with the veteran rewards in that you know, regard. And speaking of veteran rewards, have you noticed that they keep upping the amount of days between? Yeah. Now we're at four months. Yeah. yeah, four months. What the fuck, Square Enix? I just got my uh, what is it? The uh, Wild Rose. Yeah, yeah, yep. just yep. got Me mine too. a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. So, uh, all right, let's go to the phone lines here real quick. We've got Skuro on the line. Skuro, how's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Slash timeout. <laughs> Ban. <laughs> Ban hammer. Uh, no, I'm kidding. So, uh, Skuro, what do you want to talk about today, my friend? 
So, I mean, my big frustration is that there still is not, like, you know, mid-core content out of this uh, game. Yes, there is. You know. Tone gear. Tone me, grinding. That's mid. No, that's uh, mid- no, 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 no. That's, ca- that's casual. That's casual. Well, what, what would you guys classify as, as mid-core, then? It is. Well, nothing. According to Literally, you do it in leveling dungeons. So, that's meant for casual players. It's not meant for mid-core. Right. I, I think, like, I think Skuro's is, point is that there is none. All right. Yeah. There's like, none. Mid-core content is more like Nizul, Assaults, like that kind of content that we're just desperately lacking there's no objective based content it's either you're going to fight a big fucking boss or you're going to go grind a dungeon and kill trash packs and that's just that's kind of shitty do you think that this part of the game and it's not it's nothing different do you think that skynamus was maybe supposed to take that that spot or could take that spot i thought so but frankly like after they they fucking nerfed the time that you can be in it now and like they're like, oh, you know, we're going to do some adjustments to it. We see that a lot of people are really interested in the system. Let's try to kind of like add some rules to this. But you know what? Let's, Let's dumb it down for everybody now. Five fucking minutes in there. Yeah. yeah well, it's like, but, know, the, can, but the question there is, is that, we're, <clears throat> you know, did they have the intention on adding new rules now? Or are they just getting set up to add new rules and new objectives with uh, 3.5 or uh, 3.3? Now, why the fuck would they not say anything about okay we're gonna do these little adjustments like maybe boost drops or something like anything and you know you gotta assume that this new like a uh, tome gear it's gonna be like a higher eye level so now basically the gear that you get out of there is gonna be useless unless they like you know bump it up with the next patch yeah because if they don't bump yeah. it up with this patch now diadem is straight up useless right until yeah. it comes even to that point. even in terms of eye level yeah. See, i mean I, they, I they have that, to do something for i don't it. think that the time you go in there is much of a factor because once no. you get back out you can just go back in anyway right. right yeah because the the yeah. cooldown period is less than what you're in there for the whole time for so that's not a big deal i mean it's annoying having to go and get the uh the the aether currents again but whatever well, I think he's right, though, that like, there is a lack of content that would meet that Nizul assault level of difficulty of not even a competent the, pickup group can do it, but an incompetent pickup group will fail. It's it. not even about the difficulty that I'm concerned about. It's just the, the, the inherent design of it. There's nothing like that in the game whatsoever, whether it's casual, midcore, or end game. Uh, we've yeah, asked exactly. for a while for some objective-based content. So, uh, Master what? Something Wong in the chat asking, "Aren't EX primals considered midcore?" I don't. I don't. I. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I would. Because well, well maybe I kind of feel like they would. I mean, if after, you were going to classify yeah. them somewhere, that's where it would be. But there's no reason to do them after. Like, but after a patch, they're completely irrelevant. The rewards are completely irrelevant. Not even after a patch. Half, after a half a patch, Bismarck yeah. was never relevant. Yeah, I feel like I could go do Ex Primals right now, but I don't feel like feel like I could do Savage. So I feel like okay, Ex Primals would be considered mid difficulty wise, definitely. But if that's what the mid core content is, they are literally worthless. I mean, like, I'm that's not three incent- fights. Yeah. That's- I'm not incentivized to do it at all, so I don't know. Like, there's not really that- right now. It's only one fight, and that's yeah. for Savage. It's not meant for midcore players. Like the previous ones were. Like, like and meant the, to be kind of like tough, but not too tough. And that's a, that's a good point. Outside, mm. uh, I, I, like, and and that's what I was getting at with uh, with the rewards only being relevant for so long is that uh, there's really only one fight out of any of those that's relevant at any one time. Well, there. Were, I yeah. mean, back in the 2.0 era, the, I mean, the primals at that time would have been a great example of mid-core play. Uh, Titan, she, um, Garuda, and Ifrit EX. Right, right. All three of them were hard, but not impossible. 
and were needed for a relic weapon. Yeah, like it was, that, that it was, was a that, great example it was of mid content. It was attached to progression. Right. That was a big thing. Yeah. I thought that was a wonderful I, example. I have I, never, I, I I have never felt the amount of importance that I did from those first three primals because of the relic quests in right. any other primals before. Absolutely not. Yep. Yeah, they, they're, they've been mostly ignorable from that point mm. on. Which is unfortunate because they're well designed fights. A lot of them are very they visu- really are. The, a lot of them are very visually satisfying. The music, uh, the oh. musics, the music. Uh, they put particular uh, uh, work in on the music, and yeah, it just seems like it, 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 to abandon that content so soon after it. It is really disappointing. It's because they just don't incentivize it anymore. From you, by using like what also quest. drives me nuts is that it's just you know this is their time to be like you know what let's just take this system and really improve upon it. They even mentioned they were going to do that, and then basically you're just you're getting nerfs because anyone that's actually ran Diadem, like anyone that you know actually sucked up and did the time limit, you don't even feel like you're really spending ninety minutes half the time. And honestly, if you're doing hard mode. Like you're getting six chests out of that shit. No, you're right. It doesn't. Minutes. It doesn't feel like ninety minutes. It, it feels, feels like, like hour. three hours. Yeah, yeah. It drags endlessly. I, I'm I'm totally fine <laughs> with the ninety to forty five minute change. That is not a oh, problem. Definitely. That I, I do not have a problem with that at all. Um, but and, my problem is that if they don't buff the drop rates, then basically you're just going to get less t- like I two ten gear. And honestly, the gear that drops out of there currently then do you two have so runs. Many chance of getting shitter gear. Then do two runs. I think the the one of the, th- the small things that they could do to help incentivize DDM just a little bit more is have there be if you complete your entire time in there, have them be a baseline reward of spoils at the end. Like when you come out and get you that little screen, boom, here's five spoils. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty. That nice. way you're guaranteed something coming out of it. Hmm. Yeah, but even then, like, spoils really serve no purpose other than buying materia. And Which is going to probably be a pretty big thing come this chi- this patch change, too, when yeah. you have materia slots on everything. Yeah, that is going to be big. Yeah. Mater- like, one thing I would love to see with that, though, is if they actually made it so that you could, like, say, trade in 50 spoils and you can maybe do, like, a random reroll on one of your stats for your pink gear. That, that you might get out be of there. cool, too. I mean, they've done, they've done, they've done re-rolling on, uh, on gear before, too. You know, an FF11. Yeah. So it, just, it would be nice because I mean, it's already randomly generated, and there's times where like you're getting that gear, and it's like, oh well, this is only has like strength and depth. This is crap. So then you throw it away. Versus if you could like literally just go and trade in 50 spoils with that gear and get a reroll in the stats, or even just on one stat. And maybe it adds a stat to it. Yeah, but I'm also thinking about the output of Diadem, and it's like, <clears throat> dude, on good nights we get like. You know, we'll get almost a dozen pieces of gear out of there. You know, there's a lot of two tens that it comes out of hard mode. The runs that we've done, we've gotten at least four to six. Now, granted, some of them were just shitty drops. Yeah, but still, that's four to six two tens. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's I, true. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think that the the shorter time limit will actually help help the output be a little bit more proper. And if you want more shot at more gear, just go in again. It's the same amount of time, like if you do two runs uh, as opposed to one ninety-minute run. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels so much more digestible to just go in for forty-five minutes and then you can actually stop and say, "All right, do I want to go for another one?" Yeah, let's go yeah, again. You're like, not committing hey, to another hour and a half. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I got to take a crap real quick. You know what I mean? Like it gives you a nice little breather in between those. Thank you, Scro, for the call. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to call up Limit Break Radio, send a Skype message to the Skype account Limit Break Radio or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. Kooky Persona will be. on 
on the other end of that phone and uh, she will help connect you up to Limit Break Radio. We'd love to have your call and uh, know what your thoughts on uh, on a lot of these changes are. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think, is, uh, I, I think that puts a pretty good end cap on uh, on the discussion. Um, you know, it, I, I there does need to be a significant challenge, uh, but and it also needs to be rewarded properly as well. We've been on that train for a while, and I think that that PBS video, wow, there's Thor this again. This is Valentine's Day, verse 2. No talking about golden showers. <laughs> Fisting are playing with poo. Instead, Ooh. don't worry. Just enjoy a cock flurry. Whilst watching a Nero play naked twister with a furry hashtag pound your me. <laughs> that was Thor, right? That was absolutely Thor. Of course it was. Of course it was Thor. Yowie, anal intercourse, Maui zowie. <laughs> Uh, I like how you worked it in now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Worked it in. I see that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a tight fit. Anyway, uh, I thought I thought that 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 video actually uh, uh, made some really good points about stuff that we had been talking about for weeks, and in a way smarter way than we could ever talk about it. Yeah, I know using like you know fucking scientists Science. people and right. like philosophers quotes right who the fuck do you think you are i know uh, he was getting paid to do that so it makes sense anyway uh <laughs> let's we we've been we've been wait, behind wait. on emails for yeah boo uh there's we've been behind on emails for weeks why don't we uh read, on first email why don't we read some okay fine <laughs> greetings you band of lovable chuckle fucks knee socks of exodus writing you today not with a gripe or some crazy bullshit but just a little bit of drunk appreciation for all of you at LBR. This show has given me quite a few hours of entertainment and even the occasional sensible chuckle. More like cackle, but hey, who needs to let the family sleep, eh? I mainly catch the show on YouTube, but I do try to make it to the streams whenever they're around. You guys picking up on the lack of streaming has helped immensely. I definitely have my favorite hosts, but who doesn't? Anino, you're probably my top favorite. Yay! From your downright brutal honesty, veritable minds of salt, and that incredible voice that was built for this kind of thing. And a face to match. You've got a huge fan in me. Stay salty, my friend. Uh, you got a, I've got a huge something else in you, too. Nika, I was shocked to grow to like Penis. you so much. When I first started watching this show about a few months to a year back, I wasn't sure if you were just too nice or weren't altogether there. <laughs> but as I listened to your views on things, it became clear who you were, and that person is fucking amazing. Keep doing you, Nika, even with your dumpster hands. <laughs> Uh, Juxta, you really sound like a mother effing Muppet. Seriously, Kermit called, he wants his voice back. Kermit the Frog here. But you're still useful with your drops. How so. is it you sound less like a Muppet when trying to sound like a Muppet? That's insane. <laughs> so yeah. you, you, you got that going for you. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Kalo, it makes sense if I'm bad at everything. Kahlo, I don't know how to feel about you. I want to like you, but you just have that kind of personality I want to shank. <laughs> Maybe we could be friends on a more morbid sense of things. Ninjas like stabbing people, right? In all seriousness, you are a credit to the team, and you sometimes bring up some valid points. Never a boring moment with Kahlo around. Sometimes. I 100% agree with all of that. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was going for, so thank you for that validation. Escalia. Do you even exist? <laughs> or did that tumble off the ledge of Titans Arena wipe your existence off the map? You need to be around more so I can actually figure out, figure you out, broham. About the only thing I've learned from you is that you have an unhealthy obsession with wyverns and the sticky benches of Bulmung. 
You do you, I guess. <laughs> well, it's his penis, and he can do whatever he wants with it. And it's also it's his vagina. He can do what he wants with that, too. That's true. Yeah. I do apologize for the long email, but I felt the need to express my love for this show and its hosts. Probably the wine typing, really. Anyways, you fuckers, keep rocking the FF14 scene. I know I'll always find a way to tune in. Knee socks, the Exodus server. P.S. Hi, Nika. How you doing? Uh, she's not here to answer. No, she's not. No. Uh, thank you very much for that email. That's a great email from Neosox. Uh, that that was very nice. That was very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the favorite. There we go. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, let's take this next email. Uh, hi, LBR hosts, and hi, Juxta. I was no. Hi. I was noticing the FF14 subreddit was declining in quality again, but I couldn't put my finger on it. So I counted the number of fluff posts versus non-fluff posts on the front page, and it was 13 to 12 in the total 25 posts with the cat girl pictures edging out uh, actual discussion posts by one. Uh, looks like your best efforts have been undone by time and lack of quality in the FF14 uh, Reddit community. Uh, is this time for another war, or is this forum just not worth saving from itself? Thanks either way. Thanks for that email. Here's here's my biggest thing about what we did when it comes to the Reddit stuff. Because there's nothing we can do to get rid of the fluff posts. I think our biggest sort of uh, uh, crusade there was to stop them from stemming the content posts. Yes. Which they did. Now, if more cat girl, you know, fucking wannabes want to show up and post their bullshit, there's not much we can do about that. That's right. But at least they're not banning people like Joe Never anymore. That's right. Uh, but... I do want to. I do want to uh, take my attention, uh, take our attention away from Reddit. Who you know, Reddit's fine. They're doing their thing. Uh, they've you know. I actually think that that's a pretty good ratio, thirteen to twelve. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. You're I hitting fifty fifty there. That's better than it was. Yeah, and besides, like, how much discussion can you really have on the front page? Right now, especially time? right now. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta give them. A, I gotta give them a, a little bit in that department. But uh, the other night, uh, there is a uh, FF14 Facebook group. <laughs> uh, this one's called Final Fantasy 14: A Realm Reborn. Uh, Welcome to 2014. <clears throat> and uh, they got really uh, kind of uppity about us sharing Limit Break radio posts. Would you posts. say that we rustled their jimmies? I think we did rustle their jimmies. I but think the jimmy rustling's been brought back. Yes, absolutely. But uh, they, uh, you know, they, they informed us uh, through a comment on one of our posts, not even like a PM or anything like that, informed us on a comment on one of our posts that uh, spam is not welcome here. And uh, yeah, like I'm, like I'm, sitting, people... like I'm sitting around posting coupons for the sunglass. I was going to say, fucker. does anybody even know what spam stands for anymore? Because people just throw that thing around like nobody's business. Exactly. Stupid, pointless, annoying message. I'm pretty sure that our post qualifies for one of those. Yeah, at least. Message. Yeah, well, uh, and they, you know, they, they brought up the point like, oh, well, we don't want to allow streamers to come here and promote only their channels and all that other garbage. Now, let me, I just want to do a bit of a translation here when a community says, well, we don't want to be, you know, we, we don't want to turn this community into a promote, only a strictly a promotional ground for people who have streams and, and, and shows or podcasts 
cast because this happens a lot. This was a lot of the same justification that Reddit used at yep. first when they when they uh, would uh, remove posts from uh, content creators. And what this really says is we believe our con uh, our our community that we've grown on the name Final Fantasy fourteen alone and no other talent content or even worthwhile human beings being associated with this group. We're going to just ride on that forever and never bother to interact with any of the community on a deeper level because why would we? Stagnation. We're, we're sitting around with the RFFXIV subreddit. You have to come to RFFXIV if you want to talk about Final Fantasy 14 on Reddit. Same thing with these motherfuckers. If you want to, if you want posts from Final Fantasy 14, uh, ostensibly the other community or players or from anything from FF14 from this group in your Facebook feed, then th that's all they're riding on is their fucking name. They're called Final Fantasy 14: A Realm Reborn, and you come to them because that's what the product and is. And what do you offer? Exactly. A fucking picture of a cat in armor that says, I must kill the red dot? Because it says Bikote at the little top of the caption, not the actual image caption, mind you. Oh wait, wait, wait! When they texted, How, can is it the is same it? thing that was shared from I like fantasy and stuff? Can, wait, wait, wait! But but how about those posts? Like uh, someone just went out and they bought a copy of Disgaea three, and they want to share it with the FF fourteen players, so they share it in that group. Dude, those posts do not get taken down ever. Yeah, that's and they're okay. All apparently. the time. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. But What's that but actually to your actual group, but actually I, sitting around and making real fucking content that people actually enjoy. Oh, heaven! For, that's spam. Now here's my biggest thing. Okay, right? you know, real quick. All right, Justin, thing, do your thing. The thing I can't stand is when people literally come in and write in the in the caption and says i know this isn't 14 related ah god then don't post it but and then they post something completely random like yeah. fucking sephiroth as spongebob and that's okay that's fine that's totally fine now totally here, here's, permissible. Here's, here's, that's stupid pointless and annoying oh here's my biggest problem yeah, with ready. them with 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 what reddit was okay they have this blanket umbrella term of self-promotion and advertising that if you created it that's it that that's what it is it's just promoting and self-advertising and they don't want to promote that shit but what you have to realize is that people like us people like joe never even happy in them they are creating content not to stroke our own fucking egos but to help people that are out there okay we talk about well, topics. Let's, well, let's be honest this is i mean it helps but that's not the reason we do it okay <laughs> It, it, we the conversations Anira, we talk about the strategies that we talk about some of the discussions that we have nobody you know other people might not even have realized before and to say that it's nothing but shameless self promotion for ourselves one of the things that we right? one of the things that we do is try to get active in the community and yeah. bring new people from the community on here and promote them outward so no this idea that you have in your head that if someone pushes something they've created themselves it's just this dirty thing that's nothing but self promotion what it's doing is taking something that someone's created, trying to push it out to other people so that they can get involved in it as well and together you can grow as one big community, not sectioning yourself off in the fucking closet so that you can stagnate and become fucking scum. Let, let me just, I just want to address the admins of this uh, particular group here These for a second. These are the same people okay. who shut down 
a charity stream to raise a new wheelchair for <laughs> yeah, some poor yeah, side. Yeah, raise money for uh, Never for forget. some guy's poor poor wheelchair. And that's and that's the thing is that like you know like this is this is everything that I was talking about with like selective modding and uh, you know I, I would I would bet that the admins just don't personally like our content and that had a way bigger factor than oh well it's not fair to other streamers bullshit man you can Bull tell she, shit. she's one of those power hungry people she yeah. probably doesn't have a real job no right no she'll she'll use the excuse like oh well I have a life so I do but when she sits down at home and gets to go on there and like you know decide who stays and who's goes makes her feel authoritative but again again I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up again why are people going to that group is it because she's running it? Is it because any of the admins are Probably involved with it? the same fucking like why handful they, of people that are doing why it. Why are they going, like, no, why Why does anyone like that group in the first place? Is it because this one specific bitch is running it? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with her or her personality. So her fucking little ego trip is just in her head. Okay. The only, the only reason that people are going there and liking the group or joining the group or liking the page is because it's called Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn. Do you know how many likes we'd have on our fucking Facebook page? If we called our page Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn, it's a general interest group. It's not like Limit Break Radio where people come to Limit Break Radio because we are who who we are, motherfucker. We've got the personalities, we've got the talent, and we're talking to the entire community. How the fuck, like, oh, yeah, we're just shamelessly self-promoting. Like, that doesn't make any Here's goddamn the best sense. Thing, because it's not even always us that post it, right? Exactly. A lot of people post it, so of she their, called us out. volition. She called us out for having multiple people post it. Like, that's my thing. <laughs> Self-promotion and advertising isn't welcome there. But if somebody else posts it, it's still not okay because apparently we got them to do that. Yeah, apparently. Even yeah. during the Reddit spat, I think you were, you were, uh, <laughs> they accused you of making multiple accounts to make positive comments on it. And let me, and I just want to clear up one thing between the Reddit thing, between the Facebook thing, or any amount of Twitter drama that we have ever brought on ourselves. I just want to say for all of that, like th to the admins of Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn Facebook group, let me just tell you. I'm glad that I fucked up your night. I'm glad that I ruined your night and you had to deal with people messaging you and you had to put an entire admin post up to, to justify your actions. And then come to our page to try and defend yourself. Come on. Like we give a fuck. Like, like we care an iota. Okay. So here's the thing. All right. Uh, you know what I did after uh, after I had made those masturbated. That's exactly what I did. I jerked off and I went to sleep. I didn't give it a second thought. Okay, so here's this fucking asshole dealing with five hours worth of fallout, going to bed exhausted, and probably, all, I, probably all I complaining did, about you to her spouse in bed. Yeah, exactly. And all I'm doing is I'm sitting around laughing and giggling my ass off because I got banned from a Facebook group. My Ooh. favorite, because you got banned. You, you actually called them out. You're like, well, ban me then, and they did. Yeah, I was like, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop doing this. If it's a problem, remove me from your group and deal with the consequences. So the consequence is this, like, I, okay, so I don't, I've, I've heard, I've heard that the Facebook group Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, really, really loves it 
when you post Limit Break Radio post episode posts to their group. I hear that that's a, a thing that they really they will love you now. Hold forever. on, hold on. Make sure you state that you are in no way affiliated with Limit Break Radio. Otherwise, it's shameless self promotion. That's right. right. That's right. Juxta got banned because what he started doing was <laughs> he took screenshots of all the useless actual spammy posts and then reposting them. And he got banned for it. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah. I yep. gotta say, that's pretty goddamn yeah. brilliant. I, I actually kind of wish that... Like, I just left the group because I'm like, you fucking retards, and left. And now I wish I would have done something to get myself banned. Like, pushed it to get... Yeah, but yeah. it's a private... See, that's the other thing. It's a private group. Private, private group. group. Ooh, real... She real was boasting... Brave. Real brave. She was boasting that, you know, well, just to point out, we are the biggest Final Fantasy fourteen group on Facebook by, like, 500. Not just... Okay. <laughs> not just... And you're private. Like, yeah, not just that, but I'm pretty sure that this group was public at one point and the po- the shit posting got so extreme that they moved it private. And that like these people have had to deal with so many drama fallouts over uh, like doing this. Like, why would you, why would you mod this shit at all anymore? I don't even understand why you would take an even iota, uh, an iota of a second to try to have any kind of fuck it. Why bother? Why bother? You can't control this shit. And you're over under. What percentage of likes for that group were people sitting there checking out their timeline and on the right side where it says you may like and they saw Final Fantasy 14 or Realm Reborn? You're like, oh yeah, sweet. I, I play that. Yeah, exactly. What percentage of people were just like, okay, cool. I'd I'll play say eighty percent. Yeah. I would say eighty percent. Anyway, uh let's uh let's go back to the phone lines. We're gonna hear from uh Raven of the Cactar server. Hey, what's up, Raven? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm sorry that you guys had to deal with that crap. Yeah, whatever. We don't, we don't who, care. It, we've, we've got, it, yeah, this is this is our first time doing this. Yeah. This ranks pretty low on the uh, LBR oh, salt oh, level. Yeah, so. this is... This we're is, doing more a favor for them by talking about it, if we're going to be completely honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is really... You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, not, not, even, not even the worst of it. Uh, I don't think we'll even have a follow-up episode to bring on one of these dumb motherfuckers to defend themselves. Just... Dragons mentions Facebook lets you sponsor your own post on other people's Facebook groups. We should donate to force this segment of the show to appear on the group. <laughs> I the think army, that that's great. You guys are my heroes. I think this, this is great. Yes. Dragons, we love you. Dragons, I love you. Dragons, you're the best. Thank you so much. Oh my god, that is such good information to know. Anyway, all right. Yes, it is. Raven, Raven, what would you uh, like to talk about today, man? Oh, um, I wanted to talk about the PvP and also what they can do to fix Diadem because uh, they did this in a, a certain other game uh, that I play. I don't okay. know if I'm allowed to talk about that other game because it's a Blizzard game, but not an online game. As long as it's not uh, uh, boobs and snatch, I think we're pretty good. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I tried that game and I threw it out the window. Yeah, Good. That's the right that's reaction. Yeah, that's the right reaction. It's smarter reaction. than uh, a few people streaming that game right that's now. That's right. Yeah. Well, they've got, I mean, they've got other They're incentives. getting paid. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Understandable. Yeah, Check clears. Pay check there. Uh, oh, anyway, all I, right. Yeah, Raven. So what can they do to Diadem to uh, improve it? I say they should put in more difficulty levels where you can actually ramp it up after beating each stage of that difficulty level. And you have to get a certain item to give in order to unlock that stage. Is that what's every, the benefit is, of that though? Yeah, benefit is high risk, high reward. You're actually putting in a gamble so that you can get better items, better. Uh, uh, so higher buffs to the 
higher percentage to like two tens or maybe a, a, a better chance to get you know more stats yes. on them okay yes oh god but i can hear the anti-rng screaming that you're, you're gonna have to deal with more mechanics also you're gonna have to dodge more i'm sorry dragons but you're gonna have to do that <laughs> by the way i just want to talk to the chat real quick arthur uh, arthur's dude we gave you a pass it's fine you can go play whatever the fuck you want you have three fucking relics dude it's yeah three dead. relics is where you get the lbr yeah pass. you're yeah. fine you're once, fine once you've got that you've put in your time yeah you're okay and we all we know that you're not getting paid that's fine we know we know we know who's on the take we know we know we anyway know, we know you're not popular enough for that <laughs> oh. 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 That, that sort of was the subject of that statement it was a bit of a dick statement yeah, that was a, a little bit, bit. That was a little, yeah that was that was sort of dick on my part but you just put it out there yeah just so everyone knew hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, okay, so that's that is one thing that they could do. Um, but the thing is, is like, is is the loot output of Diadem really the problem with Diadem? I think it's more about what you're doing when you're in there. So if you're targeting specific NPCs, or I'm sorry, sp specific NMs, specific mobs, then you know, like, if that's a system, see, if that's what I would want out of Diadem is yeah. to is to be either working towards popping a specific mob or going after a specific NM that is free roam and if you do that then you have to abandon at least some element of the rng portion because if you have the loot rng dependent then it there's no reason to target one mob versus the other outside of how easy or hard that mob is you know what i mean like the difficulty of the mob becomes the variable in that and there should be there should be something that's static either the slot piece that that mob drops or something you know like take some of the rng-ness out of the system i think that's going to be yes. that's going to be a big critical part in moving the diadem forward they should, what it should do is it should drop you know a a weapon it should you know it should drop like a static weapon a static uh accessory piece a static uh armor piece and a uh material knowing a high ranked material knowing that you're going to be getting something out of it you know that could be going towards to you know money for uh your airship building funds or uh or be, or to your free company, right? Or or to your own gear to raise your eye level. I mean, uh, the free company that I'm running, we've finally got three airships going, and we've we were just pumping in money to in order to build those airship parts and everything. I, I think. And, go on, sorry. And we want to, you know, be able to, you know, break even with, you know, getting stuff from diadem because you know we've been wanting to do that and and i've been reading up on you know how diadem is and you know if they want to fix it that they need to you know put something more into it yeah yeah um that's that's a very good point uh outside of being able to access like the different areas is there any intrinsic like drop value to taking a free company built airship as opposed to like the uh, standard ones you get you get access I, I to hard mode. That, you uh, can't go into hard mode on free company uh, right. or yeah. yeah on a regular one. Yeah, yeah. It, don't you get your own instance as well? I'm, I, I'm not no, sure you don't get your. You, you, do it. you you do get you still do get thrown into an instance with uh with with other parties. Um, but I, I you know really to me. 
Uh, I, I think that, you know, what they could do that would help with the uh, with the overall Diadem system is if they even just kept what they have there now and then allow the tokens that you exchange the gear for to be exchanged for either upgrade items for gear that would be dropping from NMs or different objectives in there or. Uh, you know like just it's something else besides just an exchange for materia it's a good it is a good exchange for the materia but if they add additional items and uh, even potential upgrade items to upgrade maybe some of the 210 pieces or uh you know if if nms drop blank pieces or something like that you know what i mean like there's a hundred different things that they could do with it there's a hundred different ways that they could if take you want to guarantee that every single person goes in there instead of having those those uh because uh, at the end you can get like like 45 or 35 like tomes for completing the object objectives right yeah also make it so if you turn in 75 spoils it's like boom there's 250 tomes you know hmm. 250 might be a lot but basically yeah, you can is. buy a token that when you use it that awards you tomes as well hmm. that alone would get everybody uh, in there yeah that's true that was my the biggest thing that surprised me about anima items is that they weren't in diadem your newest thing and you don't want to put people in there well, that's not true because the tra- cause a lot of the crafting items right, come that's from right, Diadem. That's right. The crafting stuff comes from Diadem. So, yeah. so it's, it, but everyone it's, in there. Right. It, well, it's and that's I think that was by design because they didn't want to force people into a system that they knew was new was lackluster. Mm-hmm, not maybe. new lackluster. It was not received the best. You know what I mean? And it, it didn't feel done. It didn't feel done. It feels like there's more that needs to be that 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 needs to be happening in there to feel like a complete system. And I can only speculate that there will be. Like there's so much room to grow with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, Kuki uh, just post said that someone posted on that Facebook group. Gotta love these guys and girls from Limit Break Radio. Who all watches them? Big FF14 community talking about controversial topics. <laughs> I love you guys, <laughs> Kuki. Keep us up to date if anybody else posts. Uh, uh. <laughs> Love for you the guys. Facebook sponsoring fund or spend it on booze <laughs> and if you also want to talk a little bit about the PvP you know the, as they're adding in uh, was it the feast yes uh, thank you by the way thank you Raggins for that donation and uh, yes we will put that five dollars towards uh, Facebook boosting you delicious LB army French tr- motherfucker that's right LB army truly is best army yes it is uh, okay so uh, yeah what uh, thoughts on PvP they need to add more cues for it because every time I'm trying to do PvP, whatever it is, uh, Wolves Den or uh, Seize Rock, it's not popping. I mean, for some reason, there's not a huge PvP community. It well, never, it not anymore. I, Wolves, Wolves Den never popped. I don't think I've, no. I don't think I've ever set foot in Wolves Den no. ever. Seals you Rock. You have one time. Oh yeah, that's you right. With I, I, me. Went, I went with you. That was Seals it. Rock was popular when it first came out, but the problem now is, is that so many people have, have gotten up to you know the the highest rank of it or whatever, and they have everything they need from it. That now why? My play problem, it? dude. My problem is, is that queuing for the fucking PvP roulette takes ninety minutes because sometimes. nobody plays it. Anymore. I know. I know. Unless you're on Joe Never's battle group. Yeah, that's true. Ninety minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. My last like three times going in, my PvP queue's been like five minutes or less. What? Well, what? What? What what nation are you? Yeah, Gridania. No, 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 older. That's why. (laughs) Whatever, I'll take my five minute queue. (laughs) Well, that's the. But that's the thing. I don't want to have to switch to a fucking another uh, freak or uh, grand company to be able to, uh, you know, do my daily queues for three months while I wait for uh, PvP queues to to become more reasonable. Yeah, I don't want to have to do that. That's they, annoying. Uh, ranking up takes takes a long time because you know uh, yeah. I'm 
doing it now as a machinist because uh, I've been very comfortable with that class going in there and just doing so much damage to everybody in those uh, uh, matches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why would you do that to your team? Queue up what? as a queue up as a machinist. <laughs> Uh, because the fact that I can screw around uh, making sure that black mages don't get to do a damn thing. Uh, okay, well, what they, what they need to do to fix PvP queues is just better incentivize the PvP queues. Because the reason nobody does PvP queues is because nobody does PvP queues, right. which makes it take so long. Right, which is which is why I'm saying that the feast is actually going to be a good addition because it's going to get people queuing for PvP again. The there you go. as long but, as uh, they as long as they put as long as they put the feast battles into the into the roulette. Here, here yeah, here's that's the right. problem though. But that's that, that's they'll the thing, do the feast. Yeah, but they won't do the other thing. They won't do frontline. Yeah, if you make the 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 the, the PvP gear actually matter. Then they'll have a reason to do all the PvP because they'll have to grind out their gear for it. You get one esoteric tome for every minute you sit in queue, <laughs> provided you actually accept the queue when it pops. And finish. And finish it. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. It's not, <laughs> that's not terrible. It, it does well. It, it makes sitting around less useless. You yeah, know you're what just I mean? like sitting there, like watching the clock and counting your tomes. That's actually not. Wow, you're paying people to not play the game, but ultimately, Man, it feels like play we're playing the eleven. But all they over are again. playing the game because they have to accept the queue. What are they yeah. going to do? Back out once they get in? They get yeah. the thirty minute. It'll, uh, it'll, it'll teach you patience. <laughs> Oh patience, God. young Padawan. That is such a great idea, it's, Nero. It's actually a legitimately you know good idea. You know what? I know. It was what they I'm a stroke of genius from me. Wow. I know. I did not see that coming from Maybe you. the least serious thing I've ever said on this damn show, and it's what you all like. Great. It, 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 it was a nice assist from Papa, too, so it's nice that he's actually, you know, putting stuff into the show, too. Escalia. When are you going to start pulling your fucking weight? I Dude. hate all of you. You There's an email that even said, you got to step it out, bro. Yeah, Nobody yeah, knows yeah. I think yeah. you guys are purporting these, like, misconceptions. LMFAO at what a noob you are. Pwned. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the, uh, our next email. Raven, thank you so much for that call. We really appreciate it. It's uh, It's been good to talk to you. If you'd like to uh, join Limit Break Radio on the air, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810 Seven one five. So, uh, all right. Uh, next email. Who wants to take this? It's a long one. Yeah, it's a that's a callow email. All right, here we go. Hey, LBR crew. My name is Jude Faber from the Goblin Server. First time emailer here, and I've been a lurker in the stream for about a year or so, and I have mm. wanted to email you guys for a while now. Uh, I first want to thank you all for the hours of entertainment and all the laughs you've given me. They get me through a long overnight shift. I still get so many laughs out of all of your best uh, uh, best of your podcast. The cat song and the Gordor laugh makes it hilarious. Oh, nice. Your podcast is the only one that I anxiously wait for, especially nah, when I'm dude. unable to catch the live show. That's so nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. They, seriously, that's so awesome. I have a, a number of things uh, I'd want to talk about, but I know how much you hate reading long-ass emails, so I'll try to keep this short. <laughs> Jesus. Keyword try and we'll see. Yeah. I think SE really messed up their raid design and what I'd like to see out of 3.2 and beyond. I was excited for Alex Normal and once the servers came up and I logged in, I was so excited to, to finally be able to do a raid as I had only cleared up to T5 and 2.0. We cleared A1 in 30 minutes and in three pulls, I lost all all enthusiasm and completed the others with barely any effort. Ugh. I'm almost positive if it was a little bit harder, that break wouldn't have lost so many players. Thanks to the hours I work, I've only done some Savage Alexander all through Pugs and have cleared A1 and have gotten to 12% on the last Gobwalker of A2 Jeez. and have cleared Thornton. 
But honestly, at this point, there's no real point to continue to try to grind out a three Savage. I already have my Scholar at 210 and my Relic, and one-fourth of the way to my second Relic. 3.2 is two weeks away, and I can wait until then. The story better be longer than 45 minutes, though. Yeah. Amen. No. Oh, dude. They really, they have a lot of ground to make up on this story because three, I, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm. I want to give them a little bit of a pass because I don't think 2.1 was that incredible either because it's a lot of setup. It's a lot of setup for what we're going to be seeing. Mm -hmm. And I I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but you're absolutely right. It's got to be longer than 45 minutes. Was 3.1 even a lot of setup? Yeah. It was. Was it? The only Mm -hmm. real quote-unquote story that we got of Alexander took place outside of Alexander, and that was the problem, I think. Mm. The actual fights themselves didn't have anything to it. All right, so they go on to say, what I want to see in the future from SC is actually make these encounters raids. Like everyone that, else, totally. I'm tired of standing in a fucking circle. Yes. Fight a primal. Let's yes. be honest. That's what these things are. And then yep. exit a fucking portal. Seriously, a fucking portal? I don't want to get to the next section of the raid through a fucking portal. Wow, that's I never thought of that. I actually never really put that Let together. That's a great elevator, point. Climb yeah. some stairs. Yeah. Or fight some minions on the way to the boss. The best raid I've ever seen is... Ulduar and wow each boss had its own unique areas that had some importance in the fight and every fight was so much fun if you wanted to do the hard mode of a fight you had to complete a certain mechanic in the fight like shattering a boss's hearts keeping three of the mini bosses alive which gave the boss that extra three punishing moves to use or pushing a giant red button if they keep on with this raid structure I'll just stick doing primals and pugging or maybe I'll just stop playing altogether I haven't decided yet you know I I think that this is a really good point uh, you know because it's it, we do have this content technically it's called crystal tower i mean you do advance from one section of that place to the next it does you don't use yep. portals to 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 bamf around <laughs> you uh you're actually traversing the a, interior a zone. area a yeah zone. It do, and it does feel like you are being taken through an area the you're problem is the problem is is that just like the uh just like the pbs game show video pointed out is that you're it, you're not challenged by any of the content it's you can just you can sit there and you don't even need to do combos and the same outcome will happen there are a few <laughs> fights there are a few fights that are challenging when they're when they're current marlboros when they're current <laughs> but i mean honestly it really does not provide any uh, any challenge at all 1.0 dungeons were like that were challenging they were the 1.0 dungeons were punishing and they and but they weren't they weren't even raids either they were much more like what i would consider mmo dungeons mm-hmm. the dungeon that's that is a per, that's a a perfect term for exactly what they are um but you know uh, we we do have the form of raids it's just they're not challenging and so people don't remember them as raids yeah, uh, they go on to say thanks again for reading the email and uh, all the good you guys do. All hail mighty Kahlo Landis, the true master of the LBR NWO. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Juxta, your drops are on point, but your puns make me facepalm. And you're, I don't agree with a lot of the things that you say, and you seem to just shout at everyone who disagrees with you until they agree that you're right. But nonetheless, you're one talented guy and you're one hell of a radio host. You know what? Yes, idiot. 
Nika, I think he, you're agree- the s- he agreed with me, so I don't actually need to yell. <laughs> Nika, I think you're the smartest of the crew, and you're right about the fact that turn-based RPGs are boring. No, she's not. No, she is no, not. Wrong. <laughs> Our chat very eviscerated her. Very over wrong. Suck in everything, and, and a lot of emailers too. Yeah. Yeah. Tales in Star Ocean series gameplay are the best, but that's another email for Feck. Escalia, are you number six or number seven now? Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Enjoy having an intern. Speaking of your intern, you guys were unexpectedly nice to him. Yeah. I'm hoping there's more bits now that you have an intern to use and abuse. Good luck, Papa Woody. Just amazing to, uh, uh, oh, just kidding. I'm glad that you're part of the podcast now. I hope I can get to FanFest this year. It'd be amazing to meet the great community you've created here. And that 10-year anniversary party will be a party no one will want to miss. Hoping February as well. Jude Faber of the Goblin Server. P.S. Limit Breaking Music is the best segment ever. You should just play a remix every week or make another podcast based off of it. It could include your orgasmic amount of video game songs. I request Hometown Domina's Remu Battle Remix for your next segment. Mm. Remu was my favorite Primal Music 2.0 and still use his pony regularly. That bass line is sexy. I could have sw- sworn that we played that. I could have sworn it that we played familiar. the Remu I, Battle I, thing? I, the Remu... I don't uh, think so. Hometown Domina track. I think we did. I thought I mean, we did. Really? I thought we did too. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Without fail, that segment is always popular. Oh yeah, that f- that segment is a lot of fun. Uh, by the way, Ride Hot has put out two different remixes for yeah! the Shiva theme. They are so good that will be uh, featured on the next uh, Limit Breaking Music. I just don't know when that is. Ride Hot. But you should definitely go check that out. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much, Jude, for that email. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's uh, before we read this next email, let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Malkyria. Malkyria, how's it going? Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, Mal. Hi. It's been a couple of weeks since we've heard from you. So uh, what, do, what do you want to talk about today? Um, well, first of all, I would like to greet you guys a very, very happy Valentine slash single awareness day, whether you're spending it with a, with someone special or not. We got you got the LBR. Man. Well, we are spending we, um, it with, with each other. Yeah, we're we're spending. We, <laughs> I, I am spending this Valentine's Day with someone extremely special, and that is the LB Army. I thought you were going to say your yeah. dick. No, no. I, I spend all the time with my dick. I don't get a I don't get enough distance from my dick. That's a relationship where I'm like, you know, it'd be okay. It'd be okay if if like, you know, we did some other shit. Are you worried that your dick and you are only just having sex all the time? But that's what the relationship's reduced to now. No, it just just beat it a lot. I mean, it's very abusive. Anyway, all right. Uh, Yeah, happy Um, Valentine's Day. Um. Okay, so as far as uh, stuff I want to talk about, I kind of want to talk about how I do want to see more content from 14, like actual, like, real original content from 14 that's like what? in 14 more. Like, like, um, define, define original content. Okay, uh, so something really unique anything. to the FF14 lore, because I feel like we have enough lore in the, in the actual 14 um, world in Eorzea that it can it can basically stand on its own like You're we tired have of things that, being rehashed from old final fantasies 
Yes, I am tired. I, I'm, I'm, I, I get the fact that that is 14's appeal. Like, I get the fact that crossovers, references, stuff like that, like ca- the, the casual, um, the casual reminder that uh, that Eleven and all these other popular Final. Did Fantasy you forget titles. where? A, did you forget where a Final Fantasy game, guys? We have Moogles and Chocobos, and look, we also have Clouds <laughs> gear, and we have other gear from Final Fantasy Gold games. Guys, there are crystals and everything else. We swear and we're a Final Gold Fantasy Gold game. Is. Exactly, but he's not Gold. Golbez. He's an original Golbez from Eorzea. Just like Kryle. Wait, what? <laughs> remember, Kryle isn't Kryle. We have Golbez? Yeah, where no. are you getting Golbez like the, from? That's the next one to come. Oh. Like, they um, just keep putting characters in here, but the whole thing with Kryle was that it's not Kryle, even though it's Kryle. Well, you know, the joke is less good when you have to explain it for well, people to understand it. Well, smart. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, that was not good. Get smart. Mm. Like I guess what I'm trying to say is is I want more I want more content that's towards the direction of Thoradin because Thoradin like uh, um from my limited um, knowledge of Final Fantasy is pretty much unique to 14. Yes, yeah, Knights is. of the Round never happened anywhere. Oh what? well, no, yeah. Knights of the Round is a reference, but the way that they did Thoradin and Knights of the Round is pretty unique. Yes, it was a nice take on it. Yeah, it's different from Knights of the... I mean, Knights of the Round, that was what, seven? That was seven? Summon material Only in seven. seven. It was Seven. Yeah, that's it. So, if that's all that we have to compare it to... Was Knights of the Round only seven? Yes, it was only seven. I thought it was earlier, too. Maybe not. You guys suck at everything. No. Yeah, no. So, yeah, no, I I agree. That was... uh, It was a nice name reference, a nice name drop, but they, uh, they, they sort of made it its own thing, which I appreciate, so... Wasn't yeah, Crystal like, Coward's own thing too? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ascalia. God, I hate you. What? Am I wrong? Yeah. Why? Crystal Towers from three, you dolt. I know. They made it its own thing. No, it is. I mean, it still had the it, same end boss at had, the top. It, it, well, no, not just the end boss. It's st- it had the same line of bosses that you experienced through the Crystal Tower. Bone Dragon. It had the same structure: Labyrinth of the Ancients Tower. It's it, it, uh, it, into. Well, Thornton had the same knights from Knights of the Round. I'm muting you. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Anyway, all right. Uh, so more original style content, uh, th- like Ravana. Ravana was an entirely, yes. uh, entirely unique primal to Final Fantasy XIV. And what's interesting is that yes, we're moving away from primals, but now we're moving into the Warring Triad, which in and of itself is a reference to Final Fantasy VI. And the whole moving away from primals—that's just in name only. In the name Warring Triad, still a fucking primal. Yeah, pretty much. And, and and that's the thing. Until it's something other than a circle battle arena with one mob that you have to kill, then it's going to be a primal fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even a lot of the savage fights that skips the the small raiding portion that they put in, any of the trash pulls or, you know, any of that shit, it just skips it over, takes you straight to the mm-hmm. fucking boss. Mm-hmm. That is a primal. Yep. Absolutely. That is, that, that is essentially what a primal is. Like, it's just a boss fight. Yeah, but, exactly. But, yeah, like, That's all this game is right now. Boss fights! <laughs> ah, piss on it. But um, besides that, there is also one other thing that I would like to mention. Okay, Mal, I will be your valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like I want you to be my Valentine or anything. Oh <laughs> wow, you just got smoked on the air. <laughs> nice got job, Cinderade. Shot down. I know how Mal feels. Now it's going for. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So what's th- your other thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop, chop. Let's go. 
Um, thanks to the lovely Malky Thera, um, we have been. That's not who we're talking to right now. I thought that's who we were talking. No, this is Malky Thera. No, Malky is with the Y. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I do want to um to ask for your well permission. I don't know. You already asked, and it's perfectly fine. Yes, but I asked one person. I want to ask the entire crew, like for this. Um. Uh, Malky, Thera, and I have been kind of playing around with the idea of doing uh, Limit Break Radio the Musical. And, um... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so far we have, like, um, eight out of 14 songs. Five are Jesus. already done. 14 songs? <laughs> Final Fantasy 14. It's a musical. Yes. Yeah, but it's Final Fantasy That's just a 14? lot. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's thematic. I get it. Uh, and, and I... And I guess I just wanted to ask for your um, for your permission and slash ask the LB Army for help for this. I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to sue you if that's what you're worried yeah, about. We're, I'm pretty much not going to say no. There's like no... I, I can't think of a situation where we would just be like, no. We need like uh, titles I'm, of some of the tracks you have. <laughs> are um, you, okay. What are your, what are your are, five are you, finished song Like, titles are you called? writing these two tunes of other show tunes, or like, are they original um, yes. scores? Oh, okay, yes. they're okay. All right. Okay, yeah, I have, th- a, I have a personal request then, uh, Malk. Okay. Uh, all right, I need a song about purely about how awesome I am to the sound uh, to the tune of Gaston. Oh jeez, no, no, mm. no, no, no. Just mm, yeah, no, just yeah. no, just do, just do, just do it. Do your you, thing. You, you have your permission. We're Come gonna on. give you permission. We'll you can do it. I, I'm okay. under that one condition. No, that you no, that. no, no, no. <laughs> there's uh, no conditions. It's Pops fine. Would like to use his mu- uh, juxtamute. Okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. Malk, do oh, your thing. Use his <laughs> <laughs> He's an intern. Yes, I can. No, you can't. He doesn't get one. Malk, do your thing, and if we don't like it, tell us to fuck off. <laughs> We'll sue you. Hey. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. That's that's fine. That sounds uh, awesome. A, an LBR musical. I like the idea. Don't worry. Everyone's going to get their own character um, thing, uh, their own song rather. Oh. And and yes. yeah, we already have Nero's. We already have uh, Nika's. We're working on Escalia's. What song is mine too? And call, um, we're, we're still kind of like um brainstorming it with that one because got, like, we have like a few songs we want to do you guys right. have to you guys have to right. cast it and and like perform it like we you can't just like give it to us and we're performing the lbr musical like right. i want to yes. know i want to uh, know want who mr you, jack to be Kahlo. yeah like i want to know who you get to play me we don't like know that, yeah we don't get to cast ourselves they right. get to cast us right yeah and if it and yeah, the Shintasin for a Nero from the LB Army, which is why I'm I'm kind of okay. doing, just doing the shout out for it. Okay, all oh right. God. So get a hold of Malkyria if you want to uh, be a participant yeah. in uh, in in the uh, LBR musical. So maybe uh, we can MST3K it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> We can, we'll definitely listen to it on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We'll play it on the oh, show. We'll, we'll have fun with it. We'll have fun with it. That's we'll make an episode out of it. Yeah. yeah it's Hell yeah. That is, that's its own oh, episode right there. LBR Glee style. <laughs> we, need some, we need some spoilers, though. Like, give us some uh, um, content okay. you have. Give us some track okay. titles. Um. Okay, so we have It Sucks to Be Me. <laughs> is that the Escalia have, song? I'm sorry? Is that the Escalia song? No, that's oh. the uh, that's the LBR crew song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. I'll have uh, sodium. That's the uh, that's the Enero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. track. Uh, we have the Savage Raids in town. That's Nika's track, and um, we have Fourteen Ever After, which is a parody of a parody. So it's like General Fourteen stuff. But yeah. Wow, that's so meta. That's like sixteen walls. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I well, see what you did there. If if you want to get involved, get a hold of Melkyria, uh, and uh, 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 that sounds awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you, uh, thank you, Melkyria, for uh, giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio today. Uh, I fucking love our fan base. We get I a do. musical They're, made about us. This is bizarre. Totally. This is weird. Honestly, that's weirder than the Kanye West video game. <laughs> What? It re- uh, oh, you didn't even... Did you not see this? No, okay. I didn't. But uh, now that segues into something I want to tell you afterwards. But that, 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 that's that's totally... That's fodder for Final Encounter uh-huh. cast 110%. We're definitely going to get into that on okay. Final Encounter. So, Chris and I... Or Jux and I went to see Deadpool, right? Yeah. So, we showed up like a half an hour early to get good seats. Uh-huh. We couldn't go into the theater yet because something else was going on. All oh. the things said was Kanye West. There was no time... <laughs> I didn't even know there was a move. I don't know what the fuck it was. You guys ran into the live stream Kanye West event? Wait. So we're waiting because they're not letting us in. Okay. So we wait, we wait, we wait. Finally, some guy comes and opens the door and goes, anyone for Deadpool, go ahead. Nobody was in there. No one. Nobody came out. Not a single person. Not a single person. Oh, oh no. my God. That makes me so happy. That makes Fuck that arrogant motherfucker. Is that what it was? It was a fucking live stream event? It was a yeah. it was a live stream of a concert and I think a fashion show that he was doing. Fuck what a nut job. Anyway. All right, so I have two emails. I'm sorry, I'm, just real quick. He he defended Bill Cosby in a tweet. That's all you need to know about the whole thing is that he tweeted Bill Cosby innocent. Fuck you. I Fuck read you. I read a recent thing about stars on TV shows who suddenly vanished and why they vanished. Apparently there was an actress on the Cosby show that got fired because she did a topless model shot for something and that wasn't in line with what Cosby wanted for isn't the that, show. Isn't that hilarious? Isn't yes! that hilarious? Oh my the amount God. of irony. Oh my All right, so, God. So there is uh, an email we got from an emailer where he writes in accent that I have to read. Okay. okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. G'day, boys and lady. Uh, I've been listening to LBR for about six months now, and after listening to a podcast a few weeks ago, you asked me to get involved in the community. I was inspired to this and thought I'd have a crack, but had no idea what to write. I've been playing FF14 casually for a year and don't feel I can contribute to the banter, uh, the banter about Endgame and how us mongrel casuals are ruining bunter. your game. But I can point out a few eureka moments I've had being able to put faces to those voices I listen to every week while driving around now that I occasionally watch a stream. Escalia, mate, I've always been rooting for you as the underdog, but now I understand why you get treated like a waka. You don't do yourself any bloody favors dressed in a flaming Pokemon. We read this email last week. Did we? Yes. Yeah. Oh. You weren't here. Oh, okay. Then Good he job. sent another one. Good job. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, God. Oh, G- my God. <laughs> yeah, G'day, my you God. bastards. Since my last email, I've completed MSQ up to 3.1 and now find myself in the end game shit, and I'm bloody stoked about it. I've never given a toss about gearing up before, as I'm usually as busy as a cat burying piss, but a Nero's dummy spit last week about being above eye level 150 or something when finishing story or you're bloody worthless got me mad as a cut snake. What is this accent? I th- it's Australian. No, it is not. It is. It's nowhere it even in the Shh. ballpark You want to do an Australian accent, then? It's all bad. No, I can't okay. do an Australian accent, and I'm not going to try 
I'm not going to try to raise the tinny to him on a fucking live podcast. You see, what I realized was this: you suck at everything. It's his own way of telling us to get good. And a lot of you souks out there that get upset and complain about him, go and cut the placenta and take a long, hard look in the mirror. Because if you think you're a fig jam, that's fuck I'm good, just ask me. This isn't the bloody place for you. So cheers, Nero. Oh, and Nika, love, well done on standing up a bit more like you did with Nero on the Blade and Soul nonsense. <laughs> cheers, big ears. Shanael. The f- right. Cheers, big ears? What? Well, thank, thanks for the email. Who has big ears? Thanks for the email. It rhymes, I guess. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, let's take another email here. Uh, this one from uh, Zemless. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I know you fine. I, I know I. F- uh, letting you know, I fi- wow. Let's try this all over. What was again. that about getting good?" <laughs> Let's try this all over again. Hey guys, letting you know I finally unlocked Dragoon and I've made a short video on my appreciation and celebration of this great feat. So this video comes to us from Zemless. And I actually, uh, I I had excerpted it out and then, uh, there we go. Here, let's bring it bring it back up. No, no, there we go. All right, so the, here's a uh, little video from, uh, from, from Zemless for, for you guys. I thought this was pretty good. <laughs> oh, he's got that thrusting down good. Scalia, what do you think? Has he got the thrust? Uh, I think he's going to make an outstanding dragoon. <laughs> he is uh, clearly a natural. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's doing. He's doing our kind proud. Oh, all right. I just like the still a jazz. better, still better dragoon than Escalia. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For whatever that's saying. Absolutely. Uh, I love that video. I love little videos like that that uh, that the community makes, and uh, they crack me up. I actually we found this one last week uh, as we were just kind of sitting around, and it cracked all of us up. So I thought that Zemlis's little video was a uh, nice a nice way to uh, kind of segue into playing this on the show. Um, so here we go. Uh, by the the way this right here is a version is a video that's uh it's the real eorzea ff14 advertisement oh versus reality i think i remember seeing this, this. is so great uh, so here let's check this out you see in the corner this is <laughs> oh, yeah. that's that's the trailer for heaven's word and they're recreating it <laughs> using the game engine <laughs> It's so great and it, so accurate. It is remarkably loyal down to like the, the timing, the, the timing, the shots, the shot changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 They're trying, man. Uh, Pretty sure all the scenes are used. The in fade too. <laughs> that fade was exact. It was. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Moogle and Chocobos is nice. Oh. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, this is good. Yeah, where he officially changed his job. Oh my the god, the best. camera work is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly someone in first person on a on, on a, a yeah, just backing yeah. up on a mount. Still yeah. doing yeah. that on a mount—that's insane. Yeah. The chocobo's <laughs> flying across. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Kudos to this guy. <laughs> 
It keeps going. It's not over. You would think that he would cut it there. No, no. this is amazing. No, the moment where he changes jobs is the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and he's got the blob head. Oh, nice. <laughs> Afro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Missed. (laughs) And he's got the Moogle fork. How do you get the idea to do this? (laughs) How does one get the idea to do this? That's amazing. Cheers. It's so great. By the the way, that comes to us from a uh, a YouTube channel called Omcast. Uh, You can uh, find them by searching OHMcast uh, on uh, YouTube. That was (laughs) so fucking. Oh, my God. That was so on the nose. Oh, my God. There it is. I was waiting for the chef. We sat around laughing our asses off in the living room. Oh after the my show. god! Oh my god! So oh good! Oh my god! So my god! And, and, oh my god! Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I think that's going to do it here for this episode of Limit Break Radio. I want to thank all of you for tuning in today. Uh, all two hundred and sixty-three of you that were rocking right now. Thank you guys so much for your calls and for your emails. If you want to send an email, you can send it to hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Uh, hit up our Facebook Facebook. Fa- Facebook page, facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio and at Limit Break Radio on Twitter. Uh, of course, support Limit Break Radio over at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. We really want to thank you guys for all of your support. It allows us to do what we do each and every single week. And we're so excited moving forward that we're going to be doing Final Encounter Cast each and every single week as well. So uh, make sure you tune in for that starting next week. We're not going, we're not going, we're not going, uh, 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 weekly starting next week We're going weekly starting in March But next week we do have an episode planned Over at Final Encounter Cast So make sure that you plan on joining us Next week Twitch.tv slash Final Encounter Cast Starting at around 5 or 6 Kind of depending on when the tattoo artist gets here uh, We'll be live with that show And again Your support over at Patreon.com Slash Limit Break Radio Has gotten us up to $2,491 a month That is so amazing Wait are you just like Yeah, are you just left the course at 91? No, that's 91. That's 91. Oh my God. We are $9 from 25. We're nearly to 25. So I had the exact same reaction as Juxon. I thought it was 19. No, no. no. We're up to 91. So thank you guys for your support over at Patreon. We cannot thank you enough. It is the best, most efficient way to support the show. But you can also subscribe here on Twitch.tv if you want to get access to the cool emotes that you see everyone using in the chat room, like Get Good, the Rump Cock, and all of the specific mm-hmm. LBR yeah. remotes that uh, that come along uh, with this now, channel. Now, before you really send us out there, there is one thing that I want to address really quick. Um, I was a little disappointed with your performance in the first uh, in, in your last episode, Papa Woody, and you were remarkably quiet this time too, too. So if you could c- c- come over here a second. I want, I want to ask something. I want to get your, your take on something. Let you speak into the mic, okay? He's taking his stuff oh, off. Oh, oh. No, go sit your ass now. You got a fucking mic. You fucking <laughs> kidding me. <laughs> know your place. Nailed right, it. Go he got to use your mic. I know. I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, that, that was cool. That, that was okay. That was fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's not bloody juxta. Come on. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
The problem is, is that every time Juxta would use a microphone, you'd also have his breath stank that was all over it. Little so pieces of like, fl- you know that like white stuff you get in the side of your mouth? Yeah. That's a constant thing for Juxta. I think it's a condition. That's why we gave him the butt mic from the Drew yes. and Mike studio. Uh-huh. Now, since, since becoming a... Yes, exactly. Since becoming it's a just host, on your mic He's now. He's fixed that. I think that condition is called rabies and it's serious. It was it was a real problem at first. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah it was uh, it was pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in to uh, Limit Break Radio. I mouth everyone's mic when they're not looking. <laughs> That's really impressive because me and Nero's actually they're all really big, aren't they? Yeah. They are. We have we have eerily large microphones. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> you want to try the grapefruit method on your uh, on your microphone over there? No. Uh, can you can you do it? Oh no! Oh no! Oh oh that oh that noise! Oh, oh that was in everybody's ear oh, <laughs> oh, that was God. right sorry, into my sorry. brain oh. Oh. is that a good way to end the show that is that's the only way we can end the show oh. it's the only we can only end on that note thank you guys so much for listening live at twitch.tv slash limit break radio for all of your calls your emails uh, get involved with limit break radio limitbreakradio.com leave us some love on iTunes thank you guys so much for hanging out today for limit break radio for Kahlo Landis juxtaposition uh, Escalia Rayumasa I'm Aniro Grigori and huge shout out and thanks to our brand new intern Papa Woody, as well as Kooky Persona answering our calls. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Escalia Rayumasa, and Nero Grigori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.